What's up, movie fans and Netflix bingers? This is the Bros Who Binge podcast. My name is Adam Schubert. And as always, I'm joined by Lennon Burden. Lennon, how are you doing this week? Doing good, man. So last week, the people are supposed to get two episodes because we filmed it. It's legitimately in the can. have it on my computer. Didn't put it out because me and you, I messaged you. I was like, hey, Schubert, there's not a lot of news this week. Why don't we talk about what we would do for the DC universe? And it just so happens the next day, not two days, not three days, the next day, uh, onslaught of HBO Max, David Zaslav, DC News drops. So basically the episode that we dropped, yeah, some of the stuff is right, but some of the stuff is really, really wrong. But it tells me that what we talked about, and we'll talk about it today, me and you were on the right track. So if David Zaslav does what he says, he's basically doing our ideas minus a couple things. Kind of, kind of, yeah. Kinda. And not more of the outlandish ones. Like, you know, people no, are going to miss this- out on the conversation I have of, you know, the genius TV series that is Amazon's and, versus Atlantean. And we will talk but, about yeah. that because there's a big point that Zaslav is doing of where he's pro theater. And I think it's a mistake. Right. Right. So we'll, and we'll um, get yeah, into we'll all that. There's a lot of that. We'll definitely get into all that. Um, we'll you, go and, through some of the stories that we had last week. And of course that was also when the Andor trailer popped out. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll um, talk about that. Yep. Um, London definitely changing his tune after seeing oh, the, yeah, the big, Andor trailer. Big time. Also, got uh me and little reg have some reviews for y'all because we know last week was a big movie week last weekend was a big movie weekend prey dropped which bro oh i can't wait to talk to you about it next week you got to watch that this week prey is fucking incredible at home hulu and then the movie our second most well my second most but you're anticipated as well second most anticipated movie of the year bullet train reviewing that schubert it was fucking incredible like Holy shit. Prey was great. Prey was good. Prey's not Prey is not better than everything all at once. Bullet Train or the Batman, but Prey is up there, a good movie. But Bullet Train, Bullet Train right now is my second favorite movie of the year. Like it's that damn good. I think it's better than everything all at once. And we'll talk about it. We got the reviews coming up at the end of the show. But man, what a good weekend for movies last week. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely heard some really great things about Prey. I've seen some of the reviews. I think the reviews um, for Bullet Train, they were people that were hate. A lot of it's like talking about gory. Like, was it necessary? Like, bro, no, that movie's great. And for them to say, uh, I saw some of the stuff, like some of the stuff was like, oh, there's some cliche stuff. N- nothing about that movie was cliche. That movie was risky. Uh, the relationships were great. I'm so like. And Lil Reg loved it as well. So we, we're going to get into it. Shout out to Brian Tyree Henry and Aaron Taylor Johnson. Aaron Taylor Johnson, brother, he is now on the list of the Ryan Johnson get a new agent. Because my God, Aaron Taylor Johnson, from what I saw in Tenet and what I saw in Bullet Train, that dude can act his fucking ass off. Why the fuck is he craving the hunter? Like, he should not be in that fucking movie. Like Aaron Taylor Johnson has the has the reverse problem of Ryan Gosling. We're like, we want Ryan Gosling to do more action movies. No, Aaron Taylor Johnson, I want you to go work with more prestige directors. Go get with Quentin Tarantino. Go get with Martin Scorsese. I'm gonna I'm gonna be, be honest. 
Get away from the comic book genre, Aaron Taylor Johnson, because you're not going to be Green Lantern. You're not going to be Deathstroke or any of these, these major roles. Get away from the comic book genre. They don't appreciate you. They don't appreciate you. And Brian Tyree right. Henry, you're chefs. You're, you're one of the best black actors out. One of the best actors in general. we got to start putting respect on both their names. They're not in the conversations with the Robert Pattinsons or the... Adam Drivers, and it's not because, or the, or the uh, Jonathan Majors, or the uh, John David Washingtons, and it's not because they don't act as well as them. No, they act as well as them, but they're more for me in the roles of what I put Lakeith Stanfield as like the best character actors. These dudes are gonna go down as like the Gary Oldmans, the the uh, Philip Seymour Hoffmans, the the uh, um. Uh, oh my gosh, Forrest Whitaker's like, yeah, they can lead a movie and they'll do a good job. But when you put them in an ensemble and they're uh, pl they're playing off people, that's when they're at their best. Yeah, I mean, I can see, you know, I, I think like Bullet Train, I'm, you know, unfortunately I did just see the score and the, the score. Yeah, the score, the score, like, not great. That, yeah, I don't, th that, that does not do um, but, the movie justice. And unlike Gray yeah. Man, where I agree with the Gray Man scores, I think Bullet Train's score is preposterous. Preposterous. Right. And shout but out I to mean, the Discord, because like, the Discord was fucking with it. Shout out to Domo. Shout out to Lost. Shout out to my man Verse and all the people who listen to podcasts in the Discord. They were like, the reviews are trash. This is a great fucking movie. Like, so in the Discord, they don't ever agree on shit. When the Discord unanimously agrees, that's how you know it's a good fucking movie. Right, I mean, you know, the audience score is still high. Fair, it's it, yeah. it's not high anymore. Seventy eight. Oh well, I'm I'm not mad at it. People, it's not bad. People I mean, can, you know, can say what they want. I I I love that movie, and I'll defend this movie like I defended Tenant. And last year, you know, people Tenant score was low as fuck, and then at the end of the year, everybody's like, "Were we wrong about Tenant? Like, no fucking shit, you were wrong about Tenant. Y'all are gonna be wrong about Bullet Train too." Yeah, yeah, I'll um, I'll definitely still check it out. Uh, I definitely want to, you know, support Aaron Taylor Johnson, Brian Tyree Henry, and and all that. Brad Pitt. Yeah, you gotta go see. And, Brad was incredible. And Joey you know, King, I mean, man, shout out to Joey King. Like she impressed me so much. Honestly, I'd like to see her Hulu movie. I think, I think her Hulu movie has been getting good reviews. What was she you got know, a Hulu movie? Yeah, it's it was the princess. We talked about it before on this podcast where she was like supposed to get married off, but then she oh, like kills okay. everybody. Okay, okay, I see what you're saying. Which is another action thing for her. Okay, so IMDB uh, has it at like a as a set as a seven point five. I'm looking at it like I, I I'm not mad at some of but the Rotten Tomato score I think is preposterous. And then like when I read you some of the freaking uh reviews for Bullet Train, it's like bro. Y'all were literally just hating the hate on this movie. And I think the letterbox like ratings are a little bit more key. Like I, I like I'm gonna pull up letterbox right. compared to uh to uh whatchamacallit. Cause the letterbox crowd, they they knew what they saw. That dude took so much chances, bro. That was like one of and I think I like it so much because it's a risky fucking movie. And like we don't have many, many movies taking risk right now like that. And I thought that was just superb. Like a lot of people on uh on on um Letterboxd have it at a three. Anywhere between a three 
and a four. And I think that's that's fair. I have it at a four, but three, three and a half. That's I think that's uh, that's about right. Like the average score right now in letterbox is three point six. I think that's fair. That would be like at an eight, a eight point five on, on on the bros who binge score out of ten. So that's fucking dope. That is pretty good. I mean, so and you know, uh, and you know, yeah. and you know, Letterbox is tougher than than uh, Letterbox is tougher, and it's like more of people who love who love film, like Rotten Tomatoes. I don't fuck with Rotten Tomatoes. Well, I mean, there are critics and Letterbox is people, fans, so it's almost yeah, like but the but there are scores. there are uh critics on Letterbox, like shout out to Sean Finnessy. From um the uh the ringer, he got it at solid three. I feel like solid three comes in similar to a 78. 78, 80, 80. That's what I'm saying. Anywhere from like a 78 to an 80. eight to 85. 3.6? 3.6 is a uh like 3.6. You said yeah. three. Oh no, no. He he has it because you he can't put you can't put a point. I'm talking about like the cumulative score. Three point six. Gotcha. That, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Solid. So y'all go check out Bullet Train. I I'm, I'll give my rating at the end. Uh, but like I have it high. Fucking loved it. All right. Um. Well, let's. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. So let's go ahead and get started. Yes, sir. So you know we we're definitely going to start off talking about that HBO Max stuff. Obviously, Batgirl is shelved mm-hmm. among other things. So and not shelved. It's HBO done. Max. It's- it's out yeah, of here. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's not going to ever come out. Yeah. It, it, it will never be seen. And it might um, be for the best. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it a lot last week. Um, After seeing some of those pictures? Like, I don't know. In terms of the pictures and some of the things that are expected to be in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sounded pretty lame. Honestly, I don't really want to dig back into into it and look at it. Um, <laughs> but it didn't really sound that great. Yeah, like, I mean, it, it's not worth it. it. It's in like Michael Keaton's not really in the movie. Like he's in the movie in like for like three like three to four scenes. It's not what we thought. Where it was like, oh, his bad girl, his Terry McGinnis, and he's like training her. He literally meets her one time in the beginning, one time in the middle, and then at the end, he's like, let's work together. <laughs> like no, and, and like. Right. I, I, I'm actually glad that it's not coming out. I feel bad for the bad girl and for the directors and stuff, but it didn't look good. And, you know, I'll say this. Z- Zaslov, now, we may disagree with Zaslov about how he feels about streaming, but I don't know if I disagree with him about DC. He feels that DC, in terms of Suicide Squad and the Batman, are great products. He right. wants to he wants to have a 10 year plan for DC. He wants to get DC like Marvel. And he thinks with creators like Reeves and Gunn, it's possible. But he wants to bring things to the big screen. Less HBO Max, more big screen stuff. And, you know, me and you, and we don't really rock with that. I hope he still incorporates TV, which I mean, Peacemaker is still happening. He loves the James Gunn stuff, and James Gunn wants to make another TV series. Penguin is still happening. We have that on the notes. We'll go through all the stuff that's still happening that people may be worried about. Harley Quinn's still happening. But in terms of, like, some of the series we thought we may be getting, I I don't know if it's going to be as many as it would have been pre-Zaslov. 
Right. Um, you know, the, one of the other casualties, one of the ones that I'm actually sad about is uh, that Kevin Smith anthology series, Strange Adventures. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was going to be kind of interesting. I think sort of, we talked about it as being like sort of a similar to the What If stories, but a little bit more out there. Yeah, some um, anthology you know, type shit. We talked about how he was going to do a Bizarro thing with Nick Cage. That would have been interesting. And I kind of trust Kevin Smith in, in doing some interesting stories within that. I do too. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Green Lantern's uh, still yeah. happening as well, TV show, and they're going to do a movie. Yeah, I mean, so. we, we can talk about more of that stuff in terms of the DC, but I kind of want to, like, now shift towards the HBO Max in general. Oh, gotcha, you know, gotcha, I, gotcha. I'm kind of unhappy. Yeah, me too. Because, you know, we talked about it just a few weeks ago, how we thought the HBO Max was the top streamer. Mm-hmm. You know, at this point, with, you know, well, we put Hulu number two. Yeah, we did. I mean, pray. <laughs> Hulu's coming up, man. Like, I mean, the, 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 sh- the shitty thing is that HBO Max was working. The numbers were great. It was like the best streaming service. Like, I, I, do- like, I don't understand Zaslov believes in theaters, theaters. He thinks streaming is killing theaters. Like, bro, embrace the future. And, like, I know uh, some of the discords well, I mean, you know, said- if, if you want to embrace theaters, then don't do movies. HBO Max wasn't successful with movies. They were successful with series. But I, I, I mean, shit, they were successful with the same day releases as well. Like the Batman did. Shit. Right. But I mean, what they got like, I mean, that's fine. That shit I mean, did I, well, I, too. Know, I, well, I, I'm not, I don't care about any of that. Mm. Like, you know, if you want HBO Max to be specifically, you know, your TV? movie catalog and not be heavy on like the releases. Do that. I, I might agree. Don't shoot down like these smaller TV projects or these mm-hmm. animated projects that were exciting. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. I agree. I agree 100. percent And the thing is, like HBO is still gonna happen. Like uh, the HBO series, right. they're still gonna make Max Originals, just not as many. And uh, Discovery Plus is gonna be in there. So basically, you'll still get your Adult Swim, your Discovery Plus, which will be reality stuff, and you'll still get HBO and Max Originals or whatever it's called, Discovery Plus or whatever the title is gonna be Originals. But it just won't be as many. And I think that's a mistake, man. Like all these shows, it can it can't be because like it just depends on if they come out and they and everything that they put out is gas slaps. Then that's fine, but I mean, like you know, you that's not always going to work. Yeah. Like, unless unless they become the 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 norm and the model I, that like they I actually think, found, you know, the winning algorithm of how to make consistently good maybe, things. Maybe you have to throw things is, up that, that aren't going to play. And see, I agree, and I think maybe that they thought because it's HBO, everything was supposed to stick, and because everything didn't stick. They're they're doing the Netflix thing of like let's cut it, but I agree with you. You got to throw some things at the wall. Some things won't won't hit. But for like, I mean, like I'm just worried that like shows like rap shit gone. Oh, it might be done. Yeah, but see, yeah, like, it depends. It depends because I think HB. I think it if depends on the creator. HBO will pick it up because they value their relationship with Issa Rae. But for like close enough, something we love. I don't think JG Quintel's getting a new show, especially after they say they're getting away from kid in animation stuff does that mean because they were all about to be an adult animation with smiling right. friends and like all the shit we love does that mean we're not going to get adult animated stuff because you're stepping away from kid and kid animation does that take away from that like i don't want to lose smiling friends in a lot of the great 
adult animated shows they were creating for that. Right. I wish I could. Like yeah. Tarnikowski. They were going to give Tarnikowski a new show. Primal season two is running. That's one of the best shows on HBO Max. Will we will we get new Tarnikowski stuff or will he have to move well, to yeah, Amazon? He, he, here's some examples. You know, obviously, I think Flight Attendant was successful enough to stay. You know, what what's going to be the status of Minx? Yeah. What's going to be the status of. Uh, see, well, you know, that's the thing. Like some of the stuff that did throw out there, maybe it didn't stick, but I mean, like you got to have those because not everyone's going to hit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Made for Love was one that worked for a while and they stopped. And then they had like Search Party that was gone, gone, went on for a long time. Uh, you know, Two Weeks to Live was a Max original that uh, was a had a brief run. Times in Doom you know, Patrol series. They're done. Yeah, that was great. Oh, well, they're, <laughs> yeah. those are done. I feel like they're done. I'm not, I'm I'm not, not really sad either. Yeah. <laughs> now, Harley Quinn, they better not cut Harley Quinn. Young Justice, they better not fucking cut Young Justice. Like, that's right. what I'm worried about. Right. So we'll talk about more what they're going to do with DC later. But another thing that kind of ties in is this whole Ezra Miller, oh, Felony Burger in Vermont. Literally two days after they were like, yeah, you know, despite everything, we're going to keep him. So so now what? Kill it. Just fuck. He's the reason why Bad Girl is releasing. He's the reason why all we're in this predicament right now. Fucking end it, bro. End it. Zaslaw, you don't have a problem cutting things. Cut that fucking shit. Get us a new Flash movie and let's repeat the universe with the new Flash. Fuck it, bro. Like for real. Like, you can honestly just restart and say Momoa and Wonder Woman are just still the the Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Still, you could literally, you didn't show uh, anybody's face in Shazam. Black Adam isn't showing anybody's face. The only show that is is hurt is Peacemaker and Suicide Squad. But when you do the Flashpoint, that could correct everything. So, like, fuck it. Like, really? Like, I'm so sick of Ezra Miller. Let's get a new actor in there, someone who represents the Flash's ideals, someone who is a a great citizen who can be a good role model, and let's get this show on the road. Let's not keep waiting for this degenerate. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. Uh, It's just one of these things where it's kind of frustrating. Mm -hmm. With all of this, because, you know, you want things to move forward, but, you know, obviously you can't with this person. You Uh, can't. And it's just too, it's too big of it. It's a two tent pole of a, you know, if this was, if Ezra Miller was playing like, you know, a villain Blue Beetle or an not even Blue Beetle, not even like, like well, a, just I'm, a well, rando. I mean, Blue Beetle in most people's cases is a rando. Yeah, yeah I know. Like, you know, someone that's that going to be important. Like core member. Fair. Yeah. I get, I get what you're saying. Like if he was like, if he was Adam Smasher. <laughs> that's a right. better one because because Blue Beetle is going to be a temple and they're still doing that, by the way. That's going to be a theater release. But fucking Ezra Miller is like he is when you think of the biggest DC heroes, you go Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. And who is next? The fucking Flash. Like, dude is important. Like, let's get him out of here. We don't have time for this. And like you said, it's so many issues. It's not just oh, he threw a chair at someone. It's not that, oh, he was robbing people. This dude is is accused of grooming and kidnapping. Like, what? This dude is on his, like, people are saying he's the Flash in the movies, but he's A-Train in real life. (laughs) Even worse. Even worse, yeah. This dude's Homelander. (laughs) Mm. Dude's um, on his on his wild. Getting off of that, you know, let's 
let's talk about something that you know is really exciting and that was that android trailer that oh, came out yeah. last week you know obviously android got pushed back so that it did not overshadow she hulk which comes out in a few weeks <laughs> definitely would overshadow that yeah did you see the daredevil and, picture i tweeted because yeah. uh, day RPK deleted his Twitter. I was like, oh, no, let me screen grab that and I'm going to post it. And uh, Disney didn't come for me. So I, I, I don't like that yellow suit. I don't like the yellow suit in She-Hulk. Makes me makes me worried. But, you know, whatever. It was, well, I mean, like, was, isn't that part of Daredevil's history? That yeah, that, that's his first suit. And Marvel's trying to be different. Right. So I think, like, I hope they're he keep it. trying to adjust the story they're trying to make it not look like the netflix show and that and see people are going to be upset let me tell you i know we're going to talk about andor i'm gonna get to that just let me tell you how i know the internet's going to be upset in two in like whatever that daredevil series drops everybody's expecting the pretty goriness of netflix let me tell y'all that's not fucking happening (laughs) like (laughs) like this daredevil is all the netflix adventures that didn't happen like that's a different earth this Daredevil's gonna go through his own stuff. He won't be as dark as as Netflix, and y'all are gonna be upset. <laughs> do you not see yeah. that? Like, do you think it's gonna be Netflix dark? No, because they said they're not keeping those stories. That's not canon. No, I mean, it's def- yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, since that, that stuff's not canon, like I feel like this uh, suit is part of the origin of what oh, this okay. Matt Murdock Dev- gotcha. devil is going to be. Yeah. So like a, almost like almost reintroducing yeah. it so that and when he gets his series, that's when, you know, we we'll bring suit. out the real yeah. suit. Instead of giving him uh, the, the, the black track suit with the, uh, with the not match, they did the first original suit, which is the yellow one. Hopefully they do the real born again suit, which is black and red. That would be, Bad ass, but Andor, bro, that trailer is great. I gotta give my man Tony Gilroy his props. Tony Gilroy said, "Fuck shooting on a soundstage." That man was on top. I read. Did you see his interview? He was like, "Bro, we were yeah. on top of a mountain. The wind was blowing. We could have fell, but that's why that shit looked so good because they weren't green screening. He did. He took his time and made it great. And Andor is probably gonna be the best series. It might even be better than Mandalorian, like uh, looking wise. I don't know about story." Be. Yeah, story is going to be, but I mean, I think story is going to be pretty high up there because, like, you know, my big thing about it is I feel like it's going to be the Game of Thrones of Star Wars. You've been Uh, saying that. Tell the political things of Mon Mothma and how the rebellion became what it is. Seeing undercover agents. It's really kind of the story of the rebellion because, like, that was one thing that was really cool about Rogue One is that it gave you like backstory of what became of the start of the original trilogy. This like, is this Rebels, is but dark. Farther back in the day. <laughs> it's, a, it's adjacent. Yeah. You know, it's totally adjacent. You know, Rebels told a story about the, the rise of the rebellion from the perspective of one subset of that group. This is going to be, you know, focusing on the Sagarera stuff, focusing on the Mon Mothma stuff, stuff, focusing yeah. on the spy units of all the, all the undercover and also the of the Empire. Yeah. So, you know, I think there's going to be some ties. I, you know, I 100% guarantee we won't get any actual characters from yeah, Rebels. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be hard because it's main too, group. Now, too early. You, now, you could do Cadmus. Like, mm. you could do the, oh, the, the guy? Imperial yeah. guy who was their, their spy. Yeah. And wasn't um, Sabine so, an Imperial officer before she joined Rebels? I think at the uh, end, 
I think because don't they do a time skip in the show? If they get it closer to Rebels, you could put Sabine in there as an officer before she joins the 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 uh the Rebels. Stuff like that's plausible. I really doubt that they would do anything. But Cadmus is a good call. Characters, but like, I think you'll probably get that. Whatever his um, name is, I'm gonna look. Ron obviously is a possibility to get mentioned. Yeah, he, maybe even show him, show him early for when they do the Ahsoka series. Well, I, you know, I think that you're you're not gonna. There would have been some kind of news of that. There's uh, no okay. way they could have gotten away with. What if they? Like, what if they kept it hidden? Silently casting Thrawn. Yeah. <laughs> now, in season two, I think you know, and, and that's when we're gonna get the major time skips because it's gonna be in little four four groups, like each four episodes is a different time period. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, that, Callus, Agent where I think Callus. Callus, that's it. Callus, yeah, Callus could definitely be in there. Callus um, is so, that DC shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, you know, so I think he's a possibility for late season one, possibly season two. I think Thrawn is a possibility for season two. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think if there was anyone else that could filter in. Probably not. June Maybe Sato? Like- Sato, uh, the, the, the guy who was a rebel, the, the, the Asian officer who was in the Senate, but who was up, uh, uh, adjacent to Mon Mothma. Probably, you know, Bail Organa. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think we're one hundred percent going to see Bail Organa. That's that's like given. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one hundred percent going to happen. I was wrong, man. I was one hundred percent wrong. It, it looks beautiful. Shout out to Tony Gilroy for actually taking the time and got to give you props. You called it. Andor's looking good. Yeah, so that's coming in the end of September, and it's going to be a pretty, pretty big release for Star Wars. Um, and I think it's also good because, you know, they are now avoiding being on top of, they were going to be the same week as House of Dragon. And are they missing Lord of the Rings too? No, yeah, uh, Lord of the Rings too? will start, Lord of the Rings will start on the 4th. Oh, so right so when it's it'll finished. Be, yeah. It'll be, a, it'll be a few episodes in, like Lord of the Rings will still be going, but Andor is like 12 episodes. So, I mean, it's. The first three will come out, and then you know they're gonna have they're gonna go on for nine weeks. Okay, so real. They're gonna get their own. They're gonna they'll get their own play. Uh, but some of the other trailers that were out, uh, let's talk about Samaritan real quick. That was the <laughs> Sylvester Stallone <laughs> old man movie. superhero <laughs> action movie. So ridiculous. Shit looks uh, wild, corny, but like you know, I might watch it. What would have been interesting is if. It was like a prequel in the boys' world, but it's not. Yeah, but it's that not. No. That yeah, that would have been not. cool. Also, you got Ashtray in there. Shout out to him. I'm glad he's getting some some roles. That's the only he's thing everywhere. I'm really excited about. He's everywhere. Yeah, he um, is little Ashtray. <laughs> then you got Do Revenge, which has got My Hawk. Uh, what's the Riverdale girl's name? Oh God, you're asking the wrong person. I don't Camilla, know. Camilla. Oh, Camilla Mendez. Camilla, yeah, I always get that mixed up because, like, I think of Camila Cabayo and Sean Mendez. Yeah, so I'm like, is it Men? Is it Mendez? I don't want to because, like, it just makes me think I'm melding that yeah. together. But they're in it, and the guy from Dash and Lily slash Euphoria is going to be in it. Um, that's going to be just your normal Netflix, you know, kissing booth type show. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, so it, it looks me. But good for my Hulk. Keep getting them roles, girl. 
you got in Atlanta season five trailer came out. Now this looks like back to what we love about Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Getting more back to earn. Yep. And getting back to the cast. And um yeah, and Lakeith's character and Zazie Beats. And especially after seeing uh Bullet Train and seeing some Brian Tyree Henry, give me some more of him, bro. I'm ready for Paperboy and, and Lakeith and Zazie and, and Earn. Like Give us the cast because season four, part one, wasn't that. And if you're saying you're up there with the Sopranos and the wire, this part has to be great. Like, you better finish strong because this show is not up there right now. Exactly. I mean, it's definitely. It's great, but Sopranos going to have its place in the pop culture world. But I mean, like, you know, he's he he wanted so vehemently to be put away from the side of like being compared to something like Dave, mm-hmm. which, you know, obviously I wouldn't compare the two because they're vastly different shows, mm-hmm. but like, it's not like you're like with season four breaking some kind of like mold that makes mold, you an old time. Yeah. I don't know. Of all time. Like the first three seasons plus this could like be, maybe be that for you. But that part one of this, this season was not, <laughs> that wasn't it. Or was that season three? Was that a whole season? It was a whole season. Oh yeah, season it was, four. Yeah. yeah, that that wasn't it. So whatever this is, that better hit because. And speaking of Dave, I've been watching a, on TikTok. Benny Blanco posts a lot of stuff, and Dave's with him. And I think they're working on trying to figure out what's next because, like he said, his career. No, no, no. I know. I think they're working together. I saw him and and uh, what's his Gator? They were all there. And what I'm saying is, I think they're getting inspiration for the new season because remember, Dave is not. He wasn't where he's at in the show is kind of where his career stopped at. So it's like he now isn't big enough as a rapper wise to know what's next. So I think they're figuring that out. It's very interesting. It's a little mixture. I think like they probably still need to figure out where little Dicky as a rapper is progressing to get more content. I think they could do another season based upon where they left off. Cause like where they left off was almost like the beginning of what little Dicky was. Oh, okay. Um, and I mean, like, because I mean, like, you know, he's still can be like nationally recognized. You know, I almost think that he's exceeded on the show what he's done. Oh, like, yeah. Partly. His show, like, he, if like, I'm him, like, I on, never rap again. DMAs. Like, you, you never rap again, bro. Just be a TV creator. That's all he has to do for the rest right. of his life. And that's what he wants to do. So, like, yeah, do that. Like, I honestly would right. say the show is a bigger success. Lil Dicky as a TV creator is a bigger success than Lil Dicky the rapper. Right. Like everybody yeah, loves that fucking show. Singular Lil Dicky rap. Any yeah. rap, album, song, anything. Like there's nothing that Lil Dicky did as a rapper that is better than season one and season two of Dave. I, I wish I could have recorded versions of raps that were made on the show more so than any of his actual recorded True. Music. Because his his shows his raps on the shows go hard. That freestyle in the Breakfast yeah. Club and still one of the best I've heard recently. So, you know, I I would love for that to continue. But that's Atlanta, and then the last trailer we have is Triangle of Sadness with the uh, the guy who was the star of the Kingsman mm. prequel movie and Woody and Harrelson, Woody Harrelson and a lot yep. of grossness. Yo, this, a, lot, a lot of a lot of I'm watching this movie. and puke <laughs> on a on a boat. This movie reminds me. What the plot is, but it looks gross. It reminds me of Below Deck, bro. 
this is below deck the movie like we're watching it kind of reminds me of white lotus that too like uh, honestly like we're watching the crew of this ship deal with these spoiled rich people this crew or wannabe actors or whatever nobody really cares about that it's really about just them being a a a crew on on a yacht ship be dealing with spoiled rich white folk and it's going to be a great movie i'm interested in this as hell because if you watch below deck you know this shit goes down yeah and then when the boats start rocking oh that's gonna be crazy (laughs) that's one of my biggest fears is being on a cruise or a yacht because a cruise ship you wouldn't feel it but a yacht and it just starts can't do nothing about that (laughs) you're stuck yeah it's madness gross interesting (laughs) it's super interesting one of the most interesting trailers i've seen recently um, I had on here that we were going to talk about some Marvel stuff that we had talked about last week. I just talked about a lot of different things that I saw that were going to be, that haven't been announced yet, but I'll just wait for those to get announced. The only thing that has officially been announced is that Scarlet Witch is getting a solo film between Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars mm-hmm. called uh, Scarlet Witch and the Children's Crusade. Um, nobody asked for this. <laughs> well, and, well, Doctor Strange's Multiverse of Madness was... Wanda trying to get her kids back. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to do it again? Yeah, oof. But maybe oof. she won't be a villain? And, and and maybe get her kids back? Because they do have to introduce the kids for well, the they, new Avengers team. They have that to show making. up, yeah. Yeah, for the, like, right. it's, it's coming, so... so. And we you have to figure out how to get, you know, Wicked Tommy and, and the other... Yeah, game. especially yeah, Wicked. Maybe not yeah. Speed, but Wicked, but, like, you're bringing in Hulkling, and, like, that's Hulkling's boyfriend, is Wicked. Okay, so I mean, you know, they have to find a way to get them in there. This is going to be it, but you know, I don't want to watch this movie. <laughs> they gonna put it on you. We'll see. I'm excited for the I'm the Black Knight origin. We'll talk, and, like you said. We'll I talk don't about... dislike Scarlet Witch as a character. I just I'm over we'll her see. as a character. In 2025, right now. when if, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. But there's I a lot of good things happening. we can talk. We can talk about Marvel slate next week since we're talking about DC slate this week. But right. the, it, like Black Knight origin. Some of the Shang Chi shit, Midnight Suns, like there's some cool shit on there. Nova, yeah. Like uh, but anyway, Michael Mann, he's tweeting about his <laughs> Heat Two book. I believe that's re- releasing this week. Yeah, it is. I, w- I would like to read it. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna read it. Hopefully, we get a movie. Timothy Chalamet is one of the characters. Like, let's. Well, we don't get know it. what's in the book yet. Uh, well, I, look, we know it's a prequel of the boys. Put Robert Pattinson as fucking De- as as Robert De Niro. Let's make it happen, man. Let's make it fucking happen. So excited. What, what if it was what if it was Patterson and Driver as De Niro and Pacino? Driver's Pacino. I don't, I just don't <laughs> see how like that would work, but you don't like it? Because well, Adam Driver's way too tall. Oh yeah, I, for sure. But fuck it's the just, like, logistically, I, I, can't I'm work. just talking, I'm just talking about acting wise, acting chops. I would love to see. Whatever. Uh, you know, I, I want to see what it's about first. Fair. That's um, fair. Well we, well, we know it's like... It, 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 we know it's about each person's story well, before he... Yeah, but I mean, like, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to, like, jump the gun on it. At, at the moment, it sounds like something that should be, like, straight to Netflix. So. Oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, like, until I know what the story is, like... But I, it is I, an HBO TV show, if we can even get that still. Yeah. 
Uh, so Tom Cruise and Christopher McQuarrie are going to, you know, bore us to death for four more projects. <laughs> um, and hey, don't do that. Top Gun, Top Gun killed. Don't do that. Top Gun is the, one of the biggest selling movies of all time. People love that movie. Was that Macquarie? Yeah, Macquarie wrote that. Macquarie, wrote, right now, him. every Tom Cruise movie is written by Christopher Macquarie. Yeah, so they're just, you know. They're, yeah, that, they're, the, they're, that, they're the new Sam Jackson and fucking Tarantino. Well, you know, here's the stuff. Tom Cruise in space, don't want it. <laughs> a new action thriller franchise. Yeah, new, uh, he too old dude's, for a new franchise. Dude's 90 years old. <laughs> He's a dinosaur. Um, a song and dance style musical, what? don't want it. <laughs> and a project focused on Les, Les Grossman. Tropic Thunder was I, I want 10 that. plus years ago. I'm I want, no, it. don't do that, don't do that. I'm I want that it. one, I want that one. If we can get Avatar 2, 3, and 4, and 5, Give me a Les Grossman movie. I think that's one of Tom Cruise's best acting performances of his post-2000, like post-Vanilla Sky, post-all that Mission Impossible. That's one of his most intriguing roles. If he's going to get back to acting, acting, let's do it with Les Grossman. Yeah, my, my pitch for a Les Grossman movie is Les Grossman shot in the style of Borat. <laughs> oh, that's where a good you, pitch. you have this dude coming into like exec meetings in Hollywood and being like, all right, let, you know, I got to get you my guy. And then he brings in like, you know, some kind of clown college guy and be like, he's got to be your star for the next movie. Make it like Ari Gold, man. Like make less Grossman, like you said, but Ari Gold where he's doing all kind of wild shit. But like you said, bore at it to where none of this shit makes sense. Like make him the most dumb producer, but the movies work out in the end, which would be hilarious. Right. <laughs> Um, but that's that's it for McCruz uh, Macquarie. We'll see what happens with them in the coming years. I think the you know they also got some Mission Impossible's coming. You know, you got a Mission Impossible next year. Got a Mission Impossible. Well, part one's next year, and then part two's the year after. Uh, the space project's probably going to come in like twenty twenty five. So, you know, this new thriller franchise that they're talking about is probably not going to come out for another four or five years which he's so. going to be fucking old man he still exactly. has mission impossible dead reckoning part one and mission impossible dead reckoning part two to end the series like right. tom cruise is too old to be doing all this shit exactly um but the next story we have is uh, about Top Chef. Top Chef season 20 is going to be in London. Ooh. It's going to be called World All-Stars. Nice. Which will feature 16 contestants from the 29 international versions of Top Chef. Wondering who would represent America? Maybe Richard Blaze? Possibly. Well, no, no, no. Richard Blaze, wait. No, there's a new show that we got to watch on, uh, on Fox. Richard Blaze is now under the contract of... Um, of uh, Ramsey Productions, yeah, because not only is he on Next Level Chef, he has his own show, Master Chef Verse. Like it's like basically a, a versus like chop style show that he hosts. I'll get the name of it for you, but yeah, Richard Blaze is no longer a free agent. He works for. What about Baltagio? Uh, do you think Baltagio would do it? Now that's a name that one hundred percent is a free agent. I could see Baltagio. Yeah, man versus master chef battle. Yep. That's Bro Brooke Williamson would be a good one. Oh, Brooke Williamson would be great. She's a great chef. Um, so, 
But that's for America. That's a, that would only probably be one or two of the slots. You Shit, know, I would like to see some. I would like that guy Shota, uh, um, who was in Top Chef. Hold on, I'm gonna pull it up. Top Chef, and I know he he's uh he does Japanese cooking, but he's he, he was born in America. Uh, and he lives. Oh, Shota Nak Nak uh Shota Nakajima. He's from Top Chef 18, season 18. That yeah. dude's a that dude's a baller. All right, well, I'm excited about that. I'm really excited. I've been trying to watch some of the most recent ones. I just finished season 15, trying to watch 15. Well, I'm trying to watch 16, 17, 18, 19, and lead up to this. And also because I found out on Peacock, they have all the Last Chance Kitchen episodes on there, which is helpful because, like, I hate that I couldn't watch the previous Last Chance Kitchens. Ah, uh, so yeah. I'm doing that. Um, but the next story we have is that Hulu is moving forward with a TV adaptation of Eric Larson's bestseller, Devil in the White City, with Keanu Reeves set the star, and what will be his largest TV role to date. The drama, which has been developed as a film and TV series uh, since Leonardo DiCaprio optioned the property in 2010, and now will be with Hulu. Nice. Sam Shaw, who wrote Hulu's Castle Rock, which is a great show, is on board as the writer, showrunner, and executive producer. DiCaprio and uh, his production team's partner, Jennifer Davison, will executive produce alongside Martin Scorsese. Um, so he's the villain in this, this show. So, so Leo's actually going to no, be. Pause, a- pause, 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 oh. pause. And then let me finish. De- Devil revolves around Daniel H. Burham, played by Reeves, a demanding but visionary architect who races to make his mark on history with the 1893 Chicago World's Fair and Dr. D.H.H. Holmes, America's first modern serial killer and the man behind the notorious murder castle built in the fair shadow. Uh, DiCaprio is not expected to have a role. Oh, so he, but also oh, all the rumors of him playing H.H. Holmes, it's not happening. No, he's just going to be part of it. Damn, well, that's fucking whack. I don't, but good for Ke- Keanu's doing a TV series. That's pretty big. But I was going to say, if Leo's doing TV, then uh, uh, Zaslov, what you doing? <laughs> yeah, so I mean, we don't know who's going to be cast as the murderer yet, but if Keanu's in it and Scorsese and Leo are executive producing, then like, why is it Leo could get Holmes? somebody really yeah. great? Like, make well, if you if you're not gonna get Leo, get somebody fire. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't mind it not being Leo. I mean, that's fine. It's, I wanted you know, it to be, but like. But I mean, it is what it is. I'm just saying, like, you know, if you're going to cast this person alongside Keanu Reeves, they got to be bigger than Reeves. Yeah, that, I agree. Or, or as big. Or as big. Sure. Yeah, it could be equally as big, but you're right. It's, it can't be like some some small time TV actor. You got to get big. A- like we said, Kate Winslet broke the mold. When she, when Mayor of Easttown was successful, she showed all major actors can do TV. And we're seeing Keanu do it now. We're seeing multiple people do it. Let's get a big name. Obviously, obviously, this wouldn't be my casting for it, but this goes back to your point of what you were talking about with Aaron Taylor Johnson. This is what you want to get cast in. Yeah, for sure. If you're an Aaron Taylor Johnson level actor, if you got cast in this, you could blow up. Now, H.H. Holmes, young man. I mean, look, Aaron Taylor Johnson would look prime. Prime. Possible. Prime. 
I would love to see that. I would love to see uh, ATJ is that shit. Bringing Robert Pattinson is that. I would love to see Pattinson do this. Possible. So Both possibilities. Driver, love it. Any of these guys. Um, the next story we have is you know a story from a couple weeks back where Jake Gyllenhaal set to star in the Roadhouse remake um, on Amazon Prime. Doug Lyman will direct the new movie. Uh, the cast also includes Billy Manganusen, Daniela Melchior, um, Gembol Sola, Ike Mello, uh, Lucas Gage, and more. Um, and also Conor McGregor. Yeah, I saw that. Conor McGregor's in it. Okay. Last time we talked about this, we were hyped. Then I saw McGregor. I was like, okay, this is a little interesting. But, you know. Well, it works. It, it works for the story because there's a lot of like, you know, dudes who want to fight. You know, I don't think McGregor's going to get like a big role. Yeah, I agree. It doesn't surprise me that he's cast in this because he could find a role that would work. As like one of the gang guys that they fight. Right. And also having him on set is not going to be a bad thing to have when in terms of uh, fight choreography. True. No, you're right. You are right. So, I mean, I'm pretty excited about this. I like the original Roadhouse. I think that Roadhouse. Know, they could pull this off. All I think of is Peter Griffin kicking shit. Roadhouse. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the original Roadhouse is great for people who haven't seen it. You should watch it because it probably will be. It probably is better than what this is going to be. Oh, don't say I, that. I hope this is better. Well, it's just hard. It's hard. You know, it's an original movie that's a classic. Fair. So, you know, it's going to be hard to, to, to beat. completely remake yeah. and beat. Uh, but this, I think it's a good start. Yeah, Jake. I mean, uh, look, anything with Jake leading is great. Um, So HBO is developing a comedy series called The Franchise about making a superhero film. The pilot's <laughs> going to be funny. directed by Sam Mendes Huge. Uh, with Arma- Armando Inucci set to the executive produce and co-write. The series follows a crew trapped inside of the dysfunctional, joyous hellscape of superhero movie. <laughs> Poor Zack. They just need to stop this. Poor Zack Snyder, man. They're about to make fun of Zack, Josh Wheaton, the Fantastic Four failures. This is going to be hilarious. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty funny and definitely t- topical. <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. Um, Around well, all this DC malfunctions, all this Fox malfunctions. Yeah, bro, 100%. Um, but, you know, with HBO doing it and Sam Mendes at least doing the pilot, I guess that. Yeah, so, bro, anything HBO, going I back trust. to HBO Max, um, worried about Tokyo Vice, I must say. Oh. We didn't forget about it. I forgot about that. I, okay, about you know it. what I think is going to save it? Michael Mann. I think, I, I'll say this. If it wasn't Michael Mann, and if it was some just average Joe Schmo, you're right. Canceled. Canceled. Done. But because well, it's just, Michael I Mann. Don't, I, I don't know if it got enough traction. Like I don't. I, besides it, us, I it, don't know who talked about it. It got a lot of views in Japan. It killed in Japan. So they might do it right. for the international scene. And I know, like, you know, The Watch, the, the Ringer podcast, The Watch, they liked it. Critically, it was successful. So. I think I think if anything happens, if 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 anything were to happen, I think if it stays, it's because it was critically well received and because of Michael Mann. If it goes, then that tells us what we need to know about the future of HBO Max. But anyway, good point. I forgot uh, about Tokyo that's the franchise. Yeah, uh, that was the franchise. Next up, Austin Butler, Jody Comer and Tom Hardy will star in Loving and Take Shelter. 
uh, well, sorry, in Loving, and Take Shelter director Jeff Nichols' next feature. Uh, it's titled The Bike Riders. I'm sorry. Uh, it's titled The Bike Riders. It's going to star Austin Butler, Jody Comer, and Tom Hardy, directed by Jeff Nichols. Mm. Uh, it's going to uh, tell the original story about a 60s Midwestern motorcycle club as it evolves over the as it evolves over the course of a decade from a community of outsiders into a far more sinister gang. Sounds interesting. I like the actors. Yeah, no, this definitely sounds interesting. Austin Butler in a, in a motorcycle gang. Yeah. Oh, look, Tom, Tom Hardy, Austin Butler, Jody Comer. Great cast. Love seeing Austin getting traction. He's trying to move up in the ranks with Timothy, with Robert, with Jonathan Majors in that category. Let's see if he does it. And Tom Hardy, it's time for you to have a come up because Tom Hardy shit cooled off for you. Well, I can say sort of the same for Jody Comer. I think she's I've really liked her in everything I've seen her in. I just don't know why she keeps getting overlooked. So she needs to continue to be good. You think it was because she was, uh, oh, no, she wasn't Doctor Who. Never mind. Yeah, no, I'm looking at, yeah, why does Jodie Comer not get roles? I don't know. This girl's I a great actress. She's in. Yeah, she, she, she was, was great in Free Guy. She's great in The Last one Duel. One of my favorite things in Free Guy, yeah. Like, so, she was really good in Free Guy. Uh, so the big controversy thing that I've seen around oh, is yeah. James Franco being cast as the Cuban revolutionary Fidel Castro in the independent film. Alina of Cuba. Franco joins the previously announced Ana Viafane, uh, who portrays the title character Alina Fernandez, Castro's daughter. The film will follow Alina's life as Castro's illegitimate daughter and a critic of his reign in Cuba before leaving the country and defecting to Spain in 93. Franco's casting was supported by real life Fernandez, who is serving the, the production as an on site creative and biographical consultant. Bruh. First off, didn't think James Franco was getting roles anymore after all the sexual allegation stuff. When Seth Rogen says he's no longer your friend, that tells you everything you need to know. But right. he's not like he's not Latino. He's not Cubano. He's not. He's a white man. What are we doing? That's like casting Christian Bale as an Egyptian. <laughs> I honestly have no issue with it. Like honestly, if I was a Latino actor in Hollywood, I don't know if I'd really want to play Castro. Why? Why well, I don't think this is a big movie. Ah, uh, okay. But so it could like, be, but it could be if the right, like, you know, if it's the right team. And he, and, and Franco Blue kind of looks like Castro. <laughs> the person the person who this actually happened to is like, yeah, James Franco for this casting is fine. I don't have any issue with it. Like, like I said, like I just don't think you know it's 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 similar to to asking a white person right now. Hey, like, hey, let's. I want you to pay play Donald Trump in a biography biographical. I do it. You see, like, I I think I think if you do those roles, if the right like if the right Latino person was Castro, that could boom them because we have no problem with them playing Pablo Escobar, and that dude was a way worse person. Like, wait, like he killed more. Like, you know, I think it's a little give and take. I think if it's the right person. This is a, a jet stream role picking you up. I know Franco thinks if he does well in this, this puts him back in Hollywood, giving him big roles. He's definitely doing it as a shot to like get back up in the shit. We'll see. I mean, I don't, I can't, I don't even, I can't even imagine where this movie's going to play. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. But if Shia LaBeouf can, I guess, be in the tax collector as a, <laughs> as a, a fake Latino man, 
then I, I, I guess James Franco. Well, this movie is anything like like the Tax Collector. I don't think anyone's gonna watch it. True, very much true. Except us, we'll watch it. <laughs> uh, J- Jane the Virgin actor Justin Baldoni is going to uh, make a movie about well, a live action Pac Man movie. Oh, gross! Um, don't know what that's all about. <laughs> uh, weird. Like, well, is it gonna be a big yellow thing? Like, what are we? What are we doing? <laughs> It's, just because Sonic works doesn't mean every game. video game will work. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, Pac-Man's exactly. not working. He's not cute. You did, you had a better shot doing Kirby. Right. <laughs> so that, I thought that was a weird one. And then we get to the, the DC set that's staying. Oh, Idris yeah. Elba says he's working on a new project with DC. That's with James uh, Gunn. The Batman spinoff series with, Jane, uh, with the Penguin is going to begin filming in February. HBO Max's Constantine series is said to be on solid ground and moving forward. So Green big Dirisu is My still guy. moving forward. Yep. Uh, Finn Wittrock in... is supposed to be safe. Yeah, I mean, the Green Lantern. We yeah, talked those about dudes, those dudes are still being in it. Yeah, they're still in it, though. That's that's the main thing. Harley uh, Quinn 4 is safe. Harley Quinn going forward Black is safe, they're saying, too, as well. Black Canaries happening. Uh, mm-hmm. Austin Butler rumored to be Oliver Queen. Did not see that one. Yeah, bro. That they, they uh, so he is their first choice right now. He's looking like he wants to do it. If things go well, I, I, Austin Butler will be Green Green Arrow. And look, that in a Black Canary movie in a Black Canary movie. Yeah, with with Journey Smollett. That tells me if Austin Butler is Green Arrow. I would love to see him play against Robert Pattinson's Batman. I think 100% they're trying to push everything behind Pattinson's Batman and, and James Gunn's Suicide Squad. That's why whenever this Flash movie needs, comes, this needs to happen. So this is our DC talk. To me, Idris Elba getting cast and them going forward with a Bloodsport movie, that's be- a Bloodsport TV show, that is beautiful. I need Peacemaker to continue as well. But for me, man, I, I need. I, I'm ready for Blue Beetle. I'm ready for uh whatever next movie James Gunn is doing, but I need the Batman to to really to really be the the foundation of everything going forward. If not Suicide Squad, James Gunn has to be the foundation. Well, most of the Black Adam ends up being pretty good. Apparently, the screeners for Batgirl and Black Adam weren't too different. And they said they loved analysis. Pe- people said they loved uh both movies. Oh, we'll see. We shall. Hopefully, uh, Black Adam's Zazie- good. Zazie Beats gonna is possible how? for Joker too. Which I saw this and I was like, um, how she died? He she killed. She didn't her. die, did she? I thought he killed. Oh well, they didn't show us. He might not have killed her. Yeah, I don't know. He was hallucinating being in that relationship, and then he went in the room. But I mean, like, door. she also yeah. could be a hallucination. I mean, this, I True. saw that this is supposed to take place entirely in Arkham. Uh, which yeah, I think is great. Which is interesting. Yeah, no, I'd be down for that. Oh yeah, because it's the Harleen. Uh, Harleen Quinzel story. Yeah, I could see it all taking place in Arkham. That'd be very interesting. Yeah, I, I actually, from seeing some of the things I've seen about Joker 2, I actually think it's going to be great. Yeah, and, and like having musical numbers is him hallucinating. Like, people, it's not going to be a, when people, when he said musical, people freaked out. No, it's only going to be part of his hallucinations as the Joker. Right. I mean, I, I and think he escapes Arkham, Arkham too at the end. Like they both, like apparently halfway fine. through the movie, they they both escape. But if we give me two, if you give me two hours, hour in Arkham, th- hour thirty in Arkham, hour outside. Well, I assume it's gonna be over two hours. I mean, yeah, 
look at the times we're in. True. I'm saying, you know, so you give me two hours in Arkham and then have him escape. I mean, I don't want too much out of Arkham. I want a majority of it in Arkham. What if you get an hour? What, what if it's the splash hour thirty hour where where the hours him and Harley? Well, I, just, I don't. I doing don't crazy want shit. you to play too much with the Joker and. Because this, it has nothing to do with everything else. Mm. And, no, 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 no. Barry, it won't. It won't. No, this is this is separate. Separate. I'm saying out of Arkham. I'm saying like I don't want to play in this realm anymore. Like oh, okay. if you want to tell me a, a Joker centric story within a confined space, I got. It. I, I, I like that. I I don't want him to blowing think about up the Gotham? greater world of this Joker. Yeah, I don't want to think about this Joker's greater world, and I don't want to think of him as a um. Oh, you're going like to. A, <laughs> they're definitely going to make it. <laughs> they're, they're, well, they're, they did it in the first one. But, but I'm thinking they do the same thing of like, where, yeah, like you're saying, 100% majority in Arkham. But I'm thinking like how the last one was him out causing terror. It's going to be him and Harley Quinn causing terror outside for a little bit. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Rioting. That's it. So, um, but that, that could just move you on the rise. Awesome. It's time for that segment of the show where we suggest one movie or TV show or multiple that's been out or is coming out this week that we think you should check out. It's called Movie on the Rise. What you got? Because I got I to gotta look for mine real quick because I don't know if anything's really major coming. Sandman. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I need to watch. I need to watch it. I didn't watch it. I Sandman is it out. Either. Is it good? So oh, no. Oh, you haven't watched it. Okay. No. Gotcha. So that's what I'm trying to get around to. Okay. Well, Master, Master, Man versus Master Chef Battle. On uh Hulu, that that's something I'm definitely watching. Forge and Fire, Knife for Death, which is like a competition. That's on Hulu, new season. Check that out. And then um the Jamie Foxx movie drops this week. Okay. Yeah, so, so we uh, gotta watch day that. Shift? <laughs> yeah, day shift. <laughs> okay. Fucking day shift, uh, bro. I can get behind it. We, we got to watch it, uh, see if it's good. Oh, also, Uncharted is on Netflix. So for those who didn't watch Uncharted, oh. you can watch it now. Yeah. That, that, uh, that intrigues me. I yep. want to see it. And, oh, uh, uh, so the, the Monty Teow girlfriend doc this week as well. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. Yeah. So there's so some good stuff this watch. week. There's some good stuff this week on Netflix. So, um, so what are we talking about? Oh, well, that being said, uh, I guess toss it to me and Lil' Reg for the uh, nope. I mean, not nope, for the Prey and Bullet Train. All right, yeah, let's um, go to you and Lil' Reg, and you guys can talk about the Prey and Bullet Train. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you, Schubert. Y'all know what time it is. It is time for us to review the weekly movie, because me and Lil' Reg are the theater junkies now. Adam Schubert is the streaming person until he go to theaters. But <laughs> shout out to our guy, Shuby. He already knows it's, it's all love. Thank you for uh, sending this way. This week, uh, Lil' Reg and I are reviewing uh, Bullet Train as well as Prey, because Schubert didn't get a chance to watch Prey, but he will watch the Comanche version and, and discuss it next week. So he's going to watch it in the native language and tell me the difference between the, that version in the English Ooh. version. So real quick, let's do pray because you didn't you didn't fully commit to it. Yeah, I, I did not fully commit. To <laughs> you watched it was in the background. So I'm going to basically review it and you'll just chime in on what you sure. what you saw. So pray real quick, non spoiler. Great movie. I would say it's better than the original Predator. That's how Ooh, good it is. Geez. Like Arnold's version was great. 
I loved seeing Carl Weathers and the twist and all of that and everything that happened. But this version of Predator, I thought, was more realistic. It felt better. I was more tense. It was more thrilling. I absolutely loved it. I would give it a score 8 out of 10. Solid, flat, A, good movie, B, good action film. Definitely check it out. Now, spoiler review. My goodness. The bow and arrow work that the Native Americans oh, yeah. was absolutely phenomenal. Reg, there was one scene where he was fighting the predator, the brother, and he would shoot mm-hmm. the arrow, slide in, grab it, stab, stab, mm-hmm. back yeah, down, yeah. shoot, pull another one, shoot, stab, stab. Bro, I understand, I understand that the girl was the main character, yeah. but the brother? Oh, the he brother got, was a killer. Yeah, no, nah, like, like, honestly, she was not as good as the brother, like she might have been a better, uh, a better strategist, but the mm-hmm. brother was definitely a better fighter. And I'll get the names because I don't, I don't want to just keep saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brother. You don't want to. Uh, the bro- okay, so his name is Tabe and Naru. Naru Tabe was Tabe. a Tabe. bad Tabe. ass the whole time. Though me and Curse are like, man, it suck. It must have sucked being a woman living in the Great Plains. Like, yeah, yeah. racism was real, but if you was with your group then you was okay. Like, black yeah, people... Yeah, someone around you. Yeah, like, black people sucks for us, but Native Americans, yeah, you go on the trail of tears and all, and all that, but you weren't slaves. Like, you were not slaves at the end of the day. Like, and you still yeah. got killed and shit, yeah. which is miserable, but at least you were free to roam the land as you please, yeah. and you weren't slaves. So, no matter if you was a woman with the Native Americans, if you was a woman with the slaves, if you was a woman with the white people... You had it the worst. You were expected yeah, to yeah. gather. You weren't expected to. You couldn't do what you wanted. And Naru, the whole second purpose, class citizen, the whole purpose was she wanted to break the bonds and mm-hmm. be a, a, a strong hunter. And by the end of it, she becomes war chief. But basically, yeah. all the men are dead. So now, what I thought was interesting, this could be a female like the Dora Milaje. Like she creates. Okay. Like, th- couldn't you see it being that? Because basically, most of the men were dead by the end of the movie. I don't know if you got to the end. Yeah. No, I, I got to the end. Yeah, no, it could be like a Dormilaje situation or also a new movie coming out based upon like that same African Oh, yeah, tale. the African Queen. Yeah, the African Queen. Yeah. And so, I mean, also, I'd just like to say it's great to see like Native Americans getting visibility in the film space because usually they're the most marginalized group. Between that and, res- and Reservation Dogs, yeah. great time for Native Americans. Great time for Native American film. 100%. In this, and this- I also like that they're doing a native the native language version of it to honor those yep. people. Because you could just say, oh, they're all speaking English at this time. Mm-hmm. And it, it'll make more sense when you see the Frenchman stuff where they have the translator and, and instead of him just talking American English. Like, yeah. no, he comes and talks Comanche. And I wish yeah. I would have watched it that way, but I was watching with Curse. Curse wasn't about to do the subtitle shit. Yeah. And the whole time, I got to admit, I'm so attached to Sheila now. The whole time, before when a dog had a chance to die in a movie, I wouldn't care. Like, if the dog mm-hmm. died, the dog died. Now... Oh, bro, I, didn't hurt want, I, I, didn't, I didn't want that dog to die. I was thinking of Sheila the whole time because the dog was listening to her. Mm-hmm. He was such a good dog, but she was a shitty owner. She let that went, bro. She almost left the dog multiple you times. You got to understand. You got to understand. This is a different time. Dogs aren't seen as pets and essentially family members. She saw time. it as his pet and family member. Well, Look, when times get tough, they would have to eat the dog. If times got tough now, we would not eat our dog. Look, my thing is, she did a bad job. She let the trappers catch the dog. She almost let the bear eat the dog. She was wild. Now, could that have just been the dog's curiosity? Because remember, there are no leashes at this point. 
Maybe, but she should have called him back. That's all I'm saying. Also, I find it very interesting how she went from couldn't kill the lion to couldn't kill the bear to couldn't kill the predator. Then she was just badass, beat all the French people, and then and then started <laughs> to beat the predator. I thought that was a little that was a are we sure? Like it was rushed, rushed. It was all because like the brother was kicking ass. And at one point I, I make a joke. You to shot curse. a bird with an arrow. <laughs> Bro, I'm, so I make a, a joke to curse like after the bear. I was I was with her grandmother. I was like, maybe you should stick to gathering and being a medicine woman because you, you keep almost about to die. And Chris was like, wow, Why that's sexist. And I was like, it's the fucking truth. Women to that role. No, I wasn't reducing women. I was like, you just keep literally almost dying. And then she proves me wrong, beats the fucking shit out of the Frenchman. And then outsmarts the predator like i just thought that i don't want to say it was rushed but i just it, it, the way she just elevated she should have gotten a victory before oh yeah before the frenchman like it should have been yeah. one of the animals if not the lion she should have killed the bear like as mm-hmm. the bear's lunging it's like mm-hmm. she stabs it and it don't have to yeah. die you can let the predator kill it after but let her wound it so we know like okay she's, she's growing able. she's she learning yeah but i will say this the little boomerang she made, well, it wasn't a bo- it was like a grapple hook almost, where she throws the axe with the string. That was badass. Mm-hmm. She was she was doing the damn thing. That bear, mm-hmm. bro, she was lucky that bear didn't kill her. My God. <laughs> I don't know what was more scary, the bear or the lion. Because the lion, when she jumped, look, look, it, it ran away. Scary, but bears are like 600 and, and, pounds. And that wasn't, and let's be real, that wasn't a Sahara lion. That was a mountain lion. Yeah. <laughs> that oh, was not a... Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. not a grizzly bear. Not on the that, savannah. Bro, that grizzly <laughs> bear's eyes were red and it was Rawr! that thing was ready to eat that bitch, bro. That shit was crazy. <laughs> like, uh-uh. I wasn't and then when the, it was chasing the dog, I was like, run, pooch, run. You can't fuck with Jesus. that bear. Question. If a bear is chasing Sheila, are you running in front of the bear? Oh I'm picking Sheila up and we running. You know what I would have said? Well, it's Bye-bye. been a long run, but I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm picking Sheila up. Sheila not running. I'm picking Sheila up and we going. I or have I, a bigger dog. I can't I can't run with a hundred pounds. Or, or I let Sheila run, Sheila run next to me. Sheila might be faster than me. So like a dog is typically faster than yeah, you. So we, yeah, so we so we would we so we running together. We get what if they're running in the other direction and the bear's chasing them. Oh well, damn. I'm gonna try to <laughs> I'm gonna try to shoot the bear. Do I have a gun? <laughs> no. It's you nothing? have a bow and arrow. You have a bow and arrow. Oh well, damn, Sheila might be gone. You you just put me in a bad situation. I would cry. I would oh, say no, I'd cry too, but I'd, I'd be like, Sheila, thank you for everything you've done for me. I love you. And it's that's that. But okay, some other things in the movie. I would say the best scene, the best, okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say the best non-predator scene, and then I'm gonna say the best predator scene. The best yeah. predator scene might have been when he took out all the Frenchmen. When he when he when he comes and she was like we're bait he's not gonna get us and he starts long range sniping them things with them big ass bolts and then he comes in takes the shield out decapitates someone fucking slices them up like he took them out it was either that or the way he killed the bear both were badass and then I'd say the best fighting non predator scene like f- human fighting scene. It's got to be Tabe versus the Predator. Tabe was kicking his ass. I know people might say Naru, where Naru tricks him. But no, I'm talking about a Predator fight scene versus a non-Predator fight scene. Okay. Yeah. So I'm I'm either saying Tabu versus Tabe versus the Predator or Naru versus the Frenchman. Because she whooped their ass. Yeah, I'd say Naru versus the Frenchman. She whooped their ass. Um, All right. I'd say best actor. 
I guess Naru. I, I really want to say Tabe, but I'm I was going to say Tabe. Uh, Tabe really acted his ass off, man. Like, he did a really good job, but I'm going to say Naru. I'll say Naru because she did. Okay, I'll go opposite say Tabe. Yeah, you say Tabe. Okay. Um, now, let's see what else we got. We did best scene. We did Six Man the Bear. <laughs> oh, Six Man got to be the bear. The bear killed it, bro. Because all them, all them dudes sucked. Like Wasp, Wasp other, Bay, other Frenchmen. Yeah, no, no, all the friends. Like Waspay mm. got his ass whooped. Naru beat. Oh, that's something we can talk about. They tried to jump that gun. That was that was horrible. That was horrible <laughs> to Native American men. Like, first off, he whooped the leader ass, and then everybody else was like, nah, push. And then the leader would go, bow bow. And I was like, you actually punching this girl. What's wrong with you, nigga? Like, hey, you gotta understand this is the 1700s, motherfucker. You nah. can catch them elbows with no case. Nah, bro, that was fucked up. That was oh no! Don't get me wrong; it is fucked up. Like he was, he was hey. pussy. He was pussy for that. Super pussy. Yeah, he was pussy for that. Would you rather than be a protectionist and not punch? Um. Hmm. Yeah, I would rather. I, I would rather him not punch and just grab her and take her and, and take her away. Like if yeah. that's what you're supposed to do, just grab her, take her away, and dip. Don't punch. Okay. Okay. But I'm giving this a solid eight. You don't get to rate it because I don't get to rate it because I did not watch you, enough of you, it. You wasn't fully engrossed. By ear but <laughs> but let's get into Bullet Train, which you did watch. Mm. Now you texted me and said Batman got competition. It does have competition. Honestly, Bullet Train could be the best movie of this year. Interesting. It is honestly the greatest action comedy dark humor I've seen. In a while. In probably the past five years. Oh, now see, I'm look, I said that Batman would be the best comic book movie of the past five years. Yeah. Bullet no, Train ended up being the best action comedy of the past five years. Very Bullet interesting. Train, both my Bullet Train both, is amazing. Both my two most anticipated movies. I told you this was gonna be it. I'm interested to, to get you now in the anticipated movie category to see because I don't think you'd have picked Bullet Train. Like I feel like you'd have said knives out two. And Jordan Peele's nope. I feel like that's no, what you would have said. I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have said Jordan Peele's nope. You would have definitely said Knives Out too. You would have said Bullet Train. I, I would have said Knives Out too, and I probably would have said The Gray Man, which is a L. <laughs> it's not an L. The Gray Man is like a C. It's a C. Right? But the problem is, is there's been it's surrounded by too many A to B movies. Yeah, like everything, like all the action movies this year are way better than Gray Man. And Gray Man is a typical bland movie that's carried by its acting heavily. Yeah. The directing is trash, whereas this movie is not just carried by its acting. It's a great story. The yeah. directing is beautiful. Like, this is how you do an ensemble cast. Like, the Russos need to learn from what David Lick did with David this. Did. With this. And David Lick, I think, directed one of the John Wick films. Leech. I, it's, it's Leech? Oh, David Leech? Okay. Leech, yeah. All right, so he directed one of the John Wick films, I believe. John Wick 1. Was it John Wick one? Well, we about to pull it up. Yeah, it is David yeah. Leach. You're right. Yeah. Uh, he did Atomic Blonde, which I fucking love. It's Under, an amazing spy under, movie. Underrated spy movie that got too much hate because people thought it was gonna be John Wick when it wasn't that. It was supposed or to James be James Bond. It was, but no. See, I, people wanted it to be John Wick because they thought she it's was an assassin. But it's a spy movie. That's what's yeah. amazing about it. So he, okay, so I'm pulling it up right now. I don't want what he acted and I want what he directed. He directed Bullet Train, Fast and the Furious, Hobbs and Shaw, which is better than all the other Fast movies, if I'm being honest. Hobbs and Shaw's great. Like, good, good buddy cop. Deadpool Honestly, 2. I don't know if he has a miss. Maybe Deadpool 2, but I like Deadpool 2. 
I, I like Deadpool too, but I, 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 I'm missing on both Deadpools. Atomic okay. Blonde, great, and John Wick one, great. So great. like, yeah, he might not have a miss. Like he, he really might not. Miss. So he can do action really well because he was a former stunt guy. He was a stunt man, yeah. Yeah, and this action was great. Like this movie from start to finish, from the introduction to Brad Pitt to the introduction of Tan. We, we didn't wait. We didn't meet Brad Pitt first. We met uh the father no, we, first. We, we, we met, met the father uh, first. Yeah, we met uh my. You boy. can call them by their code names because they have their own code names. Well, I'm gonna call them by the actors because oh, honestly, okay. if it's not uh if it's not fucking. Tangerine and Lemon, I, it's the actors. Like, I don't even know Brad Pitt's name. Do you know Brad Pitt's name? I think it's like... It's wait, Ladybug. What? See, we it like... It is Ladybug. It is Ladybug. That's my thing. So, like, we call... I'm but calling like, him by the actor's name. Brad so, Pitt is so noticeable, you can say Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Oh, literally, the only ones that's Most named Most people might matter, not know Brian Tyree Henry and Aaron Taylor Johnson. The only people that matter name-wise are those two. But I can say call, also The Elder. Mm, I I know him as Sonata. Sonata son. Okay. Okay. I know him as Sonata son. I know so, him as the guy from Rush Hour 2. Oh, see, I know how you do it. <laughs> no, no, my man from Last Samurai. What you talking about? <laughs> talking about I know Sonata son from Last Samurai. That boy's a baller with the with the blade. But it starts off with Sonata son and Andrew Koji. We get a flashback to the White Death, how they lost their spot. In the Yakuza, badass. This Russian just comes in and starts taking them out. They're pissed. We like find out. Illusion too. Yeah, we find out that his son gets pushed off a building by Joey King, which we doesn't know, which we don't know at the time. Oh yeah. Um, and basically his plan is to go, and uh, I, I don't get what they're supposed to do. Are they going on the train to kill the murderer? Like I don't Ooh. think he knows. Andrew Koji's plan is it to go to kill the White Death? Like I forget what his reasoning is. I don't. Is it to find who pushed his son? Does he know? Like I, I, I don't remember if he found that out on the train or if that was the plan from the jump. I don't no, really remember. So he was there to to investigate Brad Pitt. Cause I thought he thought Brad Pitt pushed his son. So he was there no matter what to investigate who pushed his son. Who pushed his son? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. See, I thought he was there for another reason. So, okay, wait, 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 hold on. I'm about but then to, again, I'm, that could all be cloudy because his grandfather comes, his father comes in, mm. which could mean he might have been a part of his grandfather's plan that just so happened to coincide with someone pushing his son. Yeah. Okay. See, I'm trying to figure out what his whole. See, they don't have it in the plot on uh Wikipedia. on uh, on Wikipedia. Yeah. See, like they're going with other things and. Yeah, see, I know what everybody else minor is. Plot point. Minor plot point. Minor plot point. Yes, minor plot point. But we can continue. Minor plot point. Come so on. yeah, so they're doing all of that, and I, man, just going from learning about Andrew Koji and his father to then learning about Brad Pitt being this pacifist, not really a true assassin. Well, not a pacifist. He became a pacifist after. But he's not even a true assassin. He's just he's a stealer. Like he even said it. He's not like Carver. He's just he just does smash and grabs. Yeah, but he someone always ends up dying. So he's he yeah. he has he somebody dies because of his extremely bad luck. Bad luck, yeah. Which is which we find out. We also have Tangerine and Lemon, who were former British hit. Well, not former. They're British they hitmen. They are British hitmen who have killed seventeen people. Amazing buddy cop. Again, yeah. allusion to Hobbs and Shaw. This could all be allusions to his past film. <laughs> like all also, and if you like, and if you think about the bad luck, that's reverse domino. 
Because Domino is is good luck. Honestly, look, if we, I'll just say this at the beginning. I love the fact that this all takes place on one site, a bullet train. Yeah. And like that it really it showed that you don't need these massive locations and all these things to have a hard hitting story mm-hmm. and a great film overall. And it shows that you can have a great cast and you can make sure everyone has a shine. Like, so much so that Bad Bunny, I thought was incredible. They didn't ask him to do a lot. Like, let's not act like everybody growing up didn't think of how they would act if they were a gangster. And that's all Bad Bunny had to do was act like a gangster, which which is easy for him. He, he, uh, he, no, I'm saying it's easy for him because if you saw his WWE character, it was very similar. See, okay. you don't even know where I'm going. I'm going wrestling. You never know. You never yeah, know. no, I'm not saying because you're the only WWE fan out here. No, nah, there's a lot of wrestling fans. Don't do that. Shout out to shout out to the wrestling. Too sweet. But um, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, back to what we talk about. Bad Bunny was great. Joey King, I thought was phenomenal as the white deaf's daughter. I thought mm-hmm. she has grown so much from kissing yeah. booth Joey King to now. So much so that I thought she comes in, she's not gonna win best actor, but she's third. She's third. Honestly. I love her character so much because throughout the entire film, I'm like, can y'all just kill this bitch? Like, yeah. I hate her so much. Uh-huh. Like, just kill her. Get this and, over with. She's a and family, every man. time, and every, and every time. Every time, she'd be so lucky, and I'm like, fuck. Yeah, man. I'm glad that Tangerine got the just do at the end. So glad. Uh, so glad. Oh, not Tangerine, Lemon. That Lemon got uh, the just do at the end. Look. Because he needed honestly, it. Because fuck Joey King. I can already tell you, that's probably the best, like, I don't want to say buddy cop because they're not cops, but like a buddy film or like the, the buddy side. I love those two guys together. Oh, yeah. Everything about their relationship, about them being foster kids. Foster kids and, growing and, up and, growing and up loving and, and Thomas watching. the Tank Engine. Yep. And then referring to everybody, being able to read people saying their time. Well, no, but saying yeah, that Thomas the uh, <laughs> Tank Engine and trying to figure out who's who, but he called different people different things, but he was it's like, a lesson for life. we looking for the diesel, and Joey King was the diesel, and when you find he out that he put he put the diesel sticker because he carried on stickers her. on her he, as she was shooting him, killing him, and he, he was like, Tangerine's gonna figure this out, and then Tangerine sees the diesel, about to kill him, and then Bad Luck Brad comes and saves her ass, and then Tangerine S- dies. Sad death. Sad I almost cried watching Tangerine die. So it's like, <laughs> that's such a great dynamic Brian Tyree Henry and Aaron Taylor Johnson had. And but, when you hear their interview, they did an interview recently together about how it felt so natural. It worked. And they were like, when they met each other, it was just an instant chemistry where Americans they were like... Americans love playing Brits. <laughs> but they're both British. <laughs> Are they? Well, no, Brian Tyree Henry's not. Aaron Brian Taylor Johnson Henry's is. Not. Aaron Taylor Johnson is, yeah. Yeah, and so it was like, he was like, they just felt the dynamic and he they were, they both said that they've never felt that working with another person. It was just yeah. natural. They want to do more movies together. So I would love to see it because they have a great yeah. chemistry. So, yeah. but their scenes was great. All their kills were great. And then seeing Tangerine die sad and then Lemon get back up and, and turns out uh, he was wearing a bulletproof vest. When he found out his bro was dead, I was and like, the, And the sleep medicine wasn't going to kill him. Yeah. Because <laughs> he used to fuck up the dosage. Uh, Brad Pitt used to fuck up the dosage on the Fiji water. <laughs> so we talked about Tangerine and Lemon. Also, Tangerine ends up killing Joey King at the end, who turns mm-hmm. out to be the white death's daughter, which I liked when Michael Shannon and her interacted. Michael Shannon was like, bitch. Also, never thought that was Michael Shannon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> 
All the cameos in this movie. I thought it was going to be a John Wick cameo. I didn't think it was going to be all the cameos. And I see, I knew it was Michael Shannon, so that one didn't shock me. But I didn't know Channing Tatum was in this movie. Yeah, I didn't know uh, Ryan Goss, Ryan Reynolds Channing, was, was Channing Tatum's sus, like little hits of comedy were just amazing. It was awesome. It was awesome. When they said, Do you want to do 200? Would you like to do a job for $200? And he's like, Wait, is this kind of sexual shit? Because I'll do it. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> and then they throw in Ryan God, Ryan Reynolds at the end for the little Ryan Reynolds oh comedy. <laughs> Perfect. Having him as Carver, it worked really well. And then um, I'm trying to think, okay, so yeah, Joey King, White Def's daughter. White deaths, all the white death scenes were great. Loved how he manipulated her, like pow, pow, pow. Like, bitch, I'm not shooting this gun. I'm not shooting <laughs> you. Like, even though Logan Lerman's my favorite son, I ain't messing with you. I hate you, Joe King. <laughs> and then, yeah, Logan Lerman was on the train. That's who mm-hmm. Tangerine and Lemon were supposed to bring to the yeah. white death to get paid. The crackhead son. Mm-hmm. The wolf was there to kill him, steal the ransom, which mm-hmm. loved all of his action in his knife fight. His fights. whole backstory was amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how it really it connected every assassin. Yep, everything. Thing. And speaking of other assassins, there's the Hornet who poisoned people with Zazie snake Beats. venom. Boy, talk about a <laughs> badass. Zazie Be- I thought Zazie Beats, even though she wasn't like a, a, a main, main um, assassin, I thought mm-hmm. as like one of the side assassins, she was one of the better ones. Honestly, there's very hard to say that like anyone is a side assassin. Because technically all of their stories fit into all, the And they all line. matter really because, important. Because her her story alludes to the very beginning whenever Brad Pitt looks at the TV screen and sees about the poisonous snake. Mm-hmm. And, and also, she's like, always like the whole, there every time yeah. Brad Pitt has to do a kill. Yeah, she's also the little like... Um, Anime little figurine hiding in the mat. Yeah, the the, the, the chibi, time. the chibi uh cat figure. Yeah. Also, like I love the whole scene where like she stabs him with the venom, but then he stabs her and then presses he it. Steals it. Down. Yes, the anti venom. So like, now Aw. I will say, I will say, I don't know if that anti venom working again when that snake bite him another time. That's a, are we sure? What was it? Maybe like thirty minutes later. Y- yeah, but I figure like that's too much venom for the anti venom. Like, oh, so this all takes place within 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. 100%. Um, I'm trying to think of any other assassins. I like Andrew Koji, but I like his dad more, obviously. Mm-hmm. I like his dad more, for sure. And then I think that's all the assassins, really. Hornet, Lemon, Tangerine, The Prince, Brad Pitt, uh, guy looking for his son. Oh, and I love Brad Pitt's character. I'm, I'm going to give my Brad yeah. Pitt take when we talk about actors. But how'd you feel about Logan Lerman's character as like the fuck up son? Honestly, like he was, was the, gonna... he was the only one that felt a little misplaced. Yeah. He felt a little unnecessary, but mm-hmm. also he is very necessary because he's the reason Lemon and Tangerine are on the train. True, true. So true, true, I mean, true. without him, you you also, don't. I feel like they should have given us his backstory instead of just like mm-hmm. the sister's version because she always hated him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause so we could have found out more about him. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the whole Michael Shannon and his daughter interaction was a little weird to me, but I think it still worked. Why you thought it was weird? I thought it was. I thought it was like he was. He hated her, so it made sense. No, I understand he hated her. Look, it made sense, but what what was kind of weird to me was like, why didn't she just shoot him? Oh well, no, because she 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 wanted to outsmart him to show him. Look, that, look, that she, I get, I get that. But like, you want to win your father's favor and all. No, that, it wasn't like, to win his favor. It was I want I want you to die and know. 
that I outsmarted you, that I was the better person, that you should have had me all along. That's why she wanted to And then she gets hit by a fucking tangerine truck, and then it's fucking over. That's the that's the beauty <laughs> of the movie. And the beauty is... And also, that's her only up, stroke of bad luck. And the beauty is she ends up winning, though, because he shoots it at the end like a dummy and explodes himself. But then she doesn't get to save her in the victory. She should have walked away. She they get she, But she was like, no, I'm going to kill all y'all and be the top hitman. And then she gets hit. Same thing with Michael Shannon. All Michael Shannon had to do was, okay, we off the train. I'm going to walk away. I don't have to kill you, Brad Pitt. You didn't kill my wife. I found this out. But I'm going to still do it anyway. And it, and it fucked him up. Brad Pitt told him, peace. We, we all got this lucky. Is a, this is a comedy just, of errors. Let's just let this go. <laughs> also, Brad Pitt's little like introductions of therapy where he's like, oh, whenever you point the finger, you got four pointing back at you. Everyone's like, bro. And all of, all all of his funny slang of like, oh, I'm mansplaining. I'm sorry. That was yeah, fucking yeah. hilarious. <laughs> uh, and like, oh, I'm not being politically correct. My bad. I'm sorry. All <laughs> 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 oh, that shit was hilarious. This him, was a, a very well-written like, comedy. Of a bidet. Yeah. They like, trying to discover the bidet. <laughs> this was a very well-written. It, it's a dark comedy. It's more also, like... If we just want to introduce one last character, <laughs> Tina Fey coming in as being his handler. No, 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 that's not Tina Fey. That's Sandra Bullock. That's not Tina Fey. Andrew, no, that's Sandra, Sandra Bullock. Bullock. Yeah. yeah, no, my I was fault, like, that's Sandra. I was confused for a second. I was like, did I miss no. Tina Fey early no, in the movie? My fault, my fault. Yeah, Sandra, Sandra Bullock. Bullock. Yeah, no, she did a great job being as well. his handler. And yep. then destroying the Audi. The car. Like, oh, the I was Audi. so pissed for Sandra Bullock. I was like, this nigga <laughs> here, boy. Everyone this has their own stroke of bad luck. Yeah, when you're around Ladybug, that's a fact. Hold up. Technically, since Brad Pitt had so much bad luck, he honestly gave everyone else like the bad luck, thus making him the Ladybug holding everyone's bad luck. Yeah, that's what the, that, that was the purpose of it. Yep. So, but talk about a great dark comedy. I said this in my TikTok review. This is basically Kill Bill, Tokyo Vice fused with, uh, with nice guys. Mm -hmm. Okay. Reservoir Dog is very Quentin Tarantino, but very Guy Ritchie at the same time. It has, it has the gentleman in there as well. Like it's very Guy Ritchie, but very Tarantino. It's essentially every every good hitman film with Tarantino. Yeah, it, it, but at the same time, very but guy stylish Ritchie. like Guy Ritchie. Yeah, very exactly. stylized. One hundred percent. So let's get in. What would you say the best scene was? Jesus, every scene is amazing. I'd say best scene. Best scene. What you got? Probably when uh, Tangerine discovers that Lemon is dead, mm. and he goes through the flashback. And then he gives him the thing, like I, that was mm, okay. Like, because okay. the thing is, this I, all the way throughout the movie before then, you could tell that they had a good relationship, but you mm-hmm. couldn't tell that they were like that close. Yeah, because it always looked like Tangerine was bossing around women, and Lemon mm-hmm. was just like this very childish kid who we probably just met and were friends. Mm-hmm. But like seeing that real connection, and he wasn't just bossing women around the whole time. He really felt for him. Yeah. And when he talks, yeah, and he talks about how good of a guy Lemon is, and Tangerine yeah. acknowledges, yeah, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with the opposite of Lemon finding out Tangerine was dead. Talk about just emotion in Brian oh, Tyree Henry's Lemon face. Out, yeah. yeah, Brian Tyree Henry just he played it off so well. The anger was there; it was very well acted. And meanwhile, uh, fucking Brad Pitt's like. Sorry, I shot him. <laughs> the whole fucking time. I said, that's a consolation. Yeah, 
But since this is an action movie, let's do best fight. Okay. What's your bet? I got mine. My best fight is Brad Pitt and the Hornet. Love that fight. Just for the okay. just for the shit stabbing him. And like you said, Brad oh, yeah, Pitt being yeah, quick yeah. and getting yeah, the anti I thought that was a yeah. really good fight with the Hornet. I loved it. That's my favorite, but I'm gonna pick a different one. It's him and my uh him and Bad Bunny. Nice, good fight as yeah. well. And, and look, him and Tangerine was good when he throws the water bottle at him in the yeah. thing. And, and, and they wait for Karen Fukuhara. Yeah, to go through. Yep. Like, yeah, and they're just sitting down waiting. Now, like, I will hey, say, I got one R for sure. I don't think Tangerine would have jumped back on that bullet train. I, I more believe them pulling themselves in, even though that's all we sure. But him jumping mm. on the front and climbing in. Oh, and climbing all the way in. Nah, are, are we sure? For sure. Hey, look, look, the Brits are capable, especially on the team. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> all right. Best actor. Who you got? This one's tough because I think we're in the pit Let me tell you why. So you remember okay. how they had the McConaissance? So yes. if, we, if we look at it, the McConaissance was Matthew McConaughey getting out of, of rom-coms and doing everything from Wolf of Wall Street, True Detective, Dallas Buyers, Club. Dallas Buyers Club. Like he was just doing hit after hit. Now, if we look at Brad Pitt's IMDb, Brad Pitt mm-hmm. is in the uh, the Pitissance. Let me explain. So it starts, mm-hmm. I believe, in 2000 and... 2000 I'd say 2000. We could we could say we could really start in 2012 with killing them softly. He goes from okay. killing them softly to World War Z to 12 Years a Slave to Fury to the Big Short to War Machine to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood to Ad Astra to Bullet Train. Even though I don't like Ad Astra, Brad Pitt is like making some of the best movies he's ever made. And if you go before Killing Them Softly, Moneyball's in 2011. Yeah. Literally. And then Megamind 2010. It really hasn't made a bad movie. And then in Glorious Bastards in 2009. Like, think about that run. Yeah. No, that's an incredible run. That's a legendary run because he's never truly made a go. You can even go back to 2008. Curious Case of Benjamin Mudden right before Inglorious. Burned after reading right before that. Assassinations of Jesse James right before that. Ocean's 13 right before that. And then his miss. Babel and Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And those are his misses. And so really ever since I was born, he's been amazing. Uh, well, you know, he had some misses in, in, from your birth in 2001. Like Troy. Yeah, whenever I started his, watching movies. Like all he had from 2001 to 2007 was the Ocean movies in Troy that was good. Everything else was trash. Troy was good. Okay. But, but from 2007 to now, he hasn't missed. By the time I was watching movies, yeah, no, he's been dominating. He has See, not I've always missed. known Brad Pitt to be, like, one of the greatest actors. I've mm-hmm. never known, like, his stinkers mostly. Brad Pitt, let me see where I had him. I, have, I still have my top actors of all time list that me and Schubert did. We'll probably have to redo, do, redo the list as well. Uh, let's see. Let's see where I had old Brad Pitt. Schubert disrespected. in the top 15. Schubert disrespected. No, you're disrespected by putting him outside the top 10. I think you have him in the top 10. Yeah, Schubert disrespected the hell out of Brad Pitt. We had him in like... We always, always got to make fun of Schubert for that. So, okay, so I had Brad Pitt at 11. Right outside of the top 10. Because, look, my top 10 goes Denzel, uh, De Niro, Leo, Daniel Day-Lewis, Pacino, Bale, Tom Hanks, Toshiro Mifune, Jack Nicholson, 
Dustin Hoffman, Brad Pitt. But I could honestly put Brad Pitt above Dustin Hoffman and yeah. Jack Nicholson at, yeah. at nine. It's just Toshiro Mifune was so good in the Kira Kurosawa movies that I that I have to put him him there. Okay. But Brad Pitt, like easily yeah. a top 10 actor of all time. The only people that are better than him legitimately are Tom Hanks, Christian Bale, Pacino, De Niro, Leo, Daniel Day-Lewis, and Denzel. That's also, it. Also, cycling back to like, you talking about uh, Mifune and, you know, Akira and the whole anime style. Bullet Train reads a lot like an anime. It's very much like, so. It, it, it could be a great anime series. It would be a great animation where you, a series, no, where you follow each assassin. You follow each assassin and yeah. it, the series ends with Bullet Train. With Bullet Train. Or, or you started after Bullet Train and you yeah. see... You show where all the, or, but you could do it before where you, you right. Do it before. You could show, where you, you show, could show everyone's, but look, it starts at bullet train and then it says 10 years earlier. And then it's an anthology of yeah. everything that happened before. And then you could show after too, but it would be perfect with all the different assassins. That's a good mm-hmm. pitch it question when you play pitch it with us this year. So you good, you're on your toes thinking, all right, so we, who's the best actor? We, we jumped around. I just said the pit of songs. Pit was great. Yeah. But mm-hmm. also Aaron Taylor Johnson and, and Brian Tyree Henry. Was great. Brian Tyree Henry is my best. Actor. Joey King was great. Like, yeah, so you going I, Brian Tyree Henry? Brian Tyree Henry. Is it a cheat for me to say both Brian Tyree Henry and Aaron Taylor Johnson? You can't say Lemon and Tangerine. I can't say them you both. Gotta you got to pick one. Mm-hmm. Even though they're usually a package deal, you have to pick one, bro. Brian Tyree Henry was a little bit better than Aaron Taylor Johnson. I'm going to go Brad Pitt. I'm going to go Brad Pitt. Fucking Diesel. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go Brad Pitt just of to be a little, just to be different, character. just to be different. But best character in the movie is Tangerine okay. and Lemon. Yeah, I'm yeah, the both. best characters. Yeah, Tangerine and Lemon. It's Tangerine yeah, and Lemon. They're winning. They they were easily the best characters. Yeah. Who lost the movie? I'm I'm gonna say Lemon. Lemon lost his best friend. It is brother. Okay, yeah, limited loser best friend brother, but I think the the loser is probably White Death dies. Like he, he like he's yeah, not yeah, yeah, to experience no. the loss. I'd say it could be the prince, could mm. be Joy Kick because at the end of the day, she didn't even get to see she her dad killed up. herself, so she won. Yeah. In but then she, she gets hit by you get run over by tangerines. Like, yeah. imagine you've had a lifetime of good luck. You get run over by a, a truck tangerine, of tangerine, tangerine in the middle of nowhere because Japan. you killed the man tangerine. Yeah, driven by lemon. Yeah, no, I like Joey King as your loser. Okay, so I got I got uh, lemon as the loser. You got tangerine. Oh, I could say the Fiji bottle. Because they introduced him as a character and then just mm. forgot about him after being <laughs> But no, he he was everywhere. He was also he, the Fiji bottle is genderless, so I'm just gonna say they. The, I, fin- I like the, the, say <laughs> the Fiji bottle. <laughs> the Fiji bottle was there throughout the whole movie. Yeah, the Fiji bottle might have won. The Fiji bottle might have won. He might have won. I don't think it's a winner. <laughs> okay, but then again, so, it is gonna be used as plastic waste. So yeah. no, it lost. <laughs> so you so you're saying the Fiji bottle's the loser. No, no, the biggest loser is still Joey. Oh, King. Joey King. Okay, Joey King. Yeah. Gotcha. All right, and I'm going with Lemon. Who's the winner of the movie? Is it Brad Pitt escaping all of this? <laughs> with no. On, with- let, me inter- let me enter one more loser. Remember the guy at the beginning, whenever Brad Pitt forgot his receipt for his ticket? <laughs> the guy at the very beginning who kept telling him, like, you have to get off at the next stop. Yeah. And then his exchange is just blown up. <laughs> He's another loser. Yeah, no, that guy lost. That guy Our lost majorly. Or just has to get passed up. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That guy lost. Okay. 
Uh, Channing Tatum no, got to be in category for winning, making two hundred bucks. He didn't make a quick two hundred bucks, and he didn't yeah. have to do a sexual act. Yeah, <laughs> facts. Tells me he's used to doing a lot of that, doing a lot of strange for some change. Hey, he's a white guy in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who you got is winning? Brad Pitt is up there because, like Brad I said, nothing yeah, bad happened. He escaped. Like, oh, so Sandra Bullock. Say, Sandra Bullock also got to be in losers because her car. Yeah, her car. But I mean, she's not in it enough. I get but, it. Like, but she is a loser, it. though. She is a loser. Yeah. Okay. She's a, okay. Okay, Audi as a brand is a loser too. So who you got winning? Is it is it Brad? Is it Brad Pitt? Because we can't say son of the My son is or be the, 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 or the father. I'm gonna say it's the father. How they did because their grandson end, died. The thing, is this, the thing is this. Look, at the they got end their of the revenge. Day, at the end of the day, he believed in fate, and his fate came around. And he got revenge. Remember, there was a long time that he believed he would never meet the white death, and yeah. he would never get to avenge what happened to his people. And he did. Okay. I like that. Okay. So you got the elders, the winner makes a lot of sense better than the father. Cause the father didn't win. All he did yeah. was, was just save his dad. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going Brad Pitt. I'm going, I'm going uh ladybug uh, is the winner. He, he uh, is like nothing bad happened to him. Dude won. Yes. Kicked ass. All right. Six, six man of the movie. Let's get the starters. Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt, lemon tangerine, Jereen, elder, elder. And, the prince, uh, Joey King, the yeah. prince, yeah. Joey okay, King. cool, cool. My six man is probably Zazie Beats coming in hot as the Hornet coming in hot. It's either okay. it's either it's either Zazie Beats or the Beats or Bad Bunny. Oh yeah, I was about to say or oh, Bad Bunny or the Wolf. Yeah, but look, this is what I'll say. I'll say, look, as a person, it's gonna be the Wolf for me, Bad Bunny, because I love reggae talking mm-hmm. music. But as <laughs> no, we talking about the object, we talking about the character object, the, the water bottle. The train. Uh, oh, the train. <laughs> the train is six man. <laughs> Drives the story forward. If, if Ian hears this, he's going to hate that answer. <laughs> Horrible answer. What, the water bottle? No, I, the water bottle is a better six man than the train. <laughs> the train's kind of a starter. <laughs> I don't think that, look, the train honestly could also be a loser because it did get destroyed. Yo, train is definitely a big loser. Holy or shit. It could be all the White Death's gang because at the end of the day, they all just got murdered. Yeah. And oh, two, yo, those two, wait. The loser, I'm changing my loser. Wait, hold on. I'm changing my loser. The I don't even know. For the white death? Bro, the two dudes who was like, bro, why we open this case? Why we not open in the case? Why, this is definitely a bomb. They knew it. I feel for them. I'm they my two losers. Over <laughs> over Lemon. Them two dudes just because at least Lemon killed Joey King. Them two yeah. niggas knew it was a bomb and they couldn't do nothing but open it. Cause if they said no, they was dying. Loss. Major loss. So okay, but Six man of the movie. We got Joey King, Tangerine Lemon, Brad Pitt, the elder. Mm-hmm. Who you going with? The father? Andrew Koji? I don't think Andrew Koji was good enough to be six man. Yeah, I don't think he, I don't think he's good enough. I'm it's, gonna it's, I'm gonna have to say the wolf. My you going bad, mean, bunny? bad bunny? All right, I'm going Zazzy beats in the Hornet. I thought that was she she killed it. Loved her because performance. For me, it's the wolf so much because his wedding tied everything together. Fair, and I can and say that because the Hornet was with everything. The Hornet was in there too. She. Was I would cook. say uh, best cameo. Uh, Channing Tatum was awesome. Best cameo was Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum, Tatum came Channing in, Tatum. scored like four threes, and then sat to and the then, bench. Got subbed out. <laughs> My man had a quick twelve, and then got back to the bench. He killed. Carver was literally was just like because he was Deadpool. Yeah, and and him and David like, Lynch, him and David Lynch have a have a relationship. But I think yeah. I have a theory that Ryan Reynolds. This is a this movie's in the same universe as Hitman. It's the Deadpool universe. No, 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 no. It, as uh. 
Hitman's bodyguard with Samuel L. Jackson oh, okay. and Ryan Reynolds. Because Ryan Reynolds is a hitman in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And basically is the same, like, He's the known same, as the a same yeah. He's known as a famous hitman or a cleaner. He's a cleaner. He 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 goes from being oh, a hitman and, and, and to a good hitman. Japan. This is when Ryan Reynolds wasn't just a, a security officer. This is back mm-hmm. when he was an actual hitman. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is the prequel to Hitman's Bodyguard. Okay. Yep. 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 So that's my that's my head cannon. But oh, we also say the loser is the white death's wife too. She just got destroyed. Oh, yeah. So I can't just that losing this Because <laughs> we could also say his son, his son just died. Yeah, his son definitely lost. He he died a painful death. I spit on his face. I, dude died from fucking the hornet. I, out of all the people to die from of, of the assassins, the hornet is the one that I would least want to die from. Because that snake venom hurts and yeah, your eyes yeah. start to bleed. Like yeah. everyone else, Tangerine Limit is shot to the head, instant out of there. The the uh, elder you have to is listen, you have to, listen to Lemon told Thomas the tank engine story too. But I'll listen to that if I'm getting shot in the head. That's better than a snake bite. The elders cutting <laughs> yeah. my head off, so that's cool. Instant mm-hmm. out of here. Joey King and, and Brad Pitt me. is therapizing you today. <laughs> Brad Pitt, I, I actually I don't know how he, he killing me in a in a very unlucky way. So I don't know if I yeah, want to die. Yeah, would, would you rather yeah. rather die by Brad Pitt's bad luck or no, the snake? No, no, thank you. Brad Pitt is probably the worst person to, to die from. Because like, all Christ. of a sudden, like the moon might hit Earth. Yeah, like because like, because dude, dude's not a good killer. He literally dies. Yeah. He literally kills people off of luck. Like yeah. no way. Um, uh, hold up, another illusion. Deadpool, Zazie Beats was Domino. That's what I, I said. I said that earlier. Yeah, yeah. Damn. About how Zazie Beats was good luck and yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You Damn. tripping? I said that Damn, right I'm when slow. we started. <laughs> I'm slow. I'm slow. Yeah, you slow on the draw. All right, let's get our ranking out of ten. What you giving it? A nine point eight. Ooh, that's too high. It's, I'm like, it's, it's like, it's, I'm sorry. I, I can't give it that Look, high. That's what I'll say. This I'll say this. For me, whenever I call a movie like an Apple TV movie, it's like a movie that I will buy on iTunes to save. Uh, this is one. Yeah, I'd buy Bullet Train is one of them. I'd buy this one. I I, I ranked I ranked the Batman at nine point seven, nine point eight around there. Okay. I ranked everything all at once. Uh, nine point oh. I ranked everything all at once at like a nine. Mm-hmm. I have this at nine four. Okay. I have it as my second best movie of the year behind the Batman. Nine, nine, so that's why I put it nine, okay. nine, eight, nine, I seven. got this at nine four nine five, solid nine four five. I think Ooh. it's second best movie of the year. I love it. Absolutely. This is one that's purchased. Shout out to Bullet Train. Anything else you yeah. got on the movie? Um I'm excited for Brad Pitt's Formula One movie, his F one movie yeah. that's coming out. Yeah, I'm gonna be excited for that. Um also, I'd probably just say like, I want to see more of like Aaron Taylor Johnson. That's or, what like, me and Schubert said. That's me and me yeah. and Schubert said. Aaron Taylor I, have, Johnson. I haven't seen a lot of his filmography. Aaron Taylor Johnson and Brian Tyree Henry need to stop. Stay away from comic book movies. Don't do any more. Like, I don't want to see Eternals, and I don't want to see you as Craven. Aaron Taylor Johnson, go work with Tarantino. Go work with Scorsese. Go work with Nolan. Go work with Brian Tyree Henry should too, because he yeah. Can do go. Go work with Villeneuve. I'm talking about both of them because to mm. me, they're not leading men, and that's okay. They look, they can lead a movie. I agree, but I see them more as Gary Oldman, Lakeith Stanfield, the this, you don't where they're the best character actors. Buddy, the buddy actors. No, I'm not playing. I'm not saying buddy actors. I'm saying they could be individually like Gary yeah, Oldman and like Lakeith Stanfield, the best number two. I think they're a better Robin. For but, a, a lead, but a number two is just lead. you're always going to be the second best guy to win the Oscar. 
but you could be the best, greatest supporting. You could win supporting role Oscars. But look, at the end of the day, do you care about best supporting or best? Yeah, actor? I care about best supporting for sure. So, would you rather best supporting actor or best actor? I mean, don't do that. Like, I would. I would I, it's a legitimate question. I would be happy if I got either. No, no, I'm not asking if you're happy with either. The choice is you win best supporting actor. You go up there on the stage, give a good speech, but it's only thirty seconds. Or you win best actor. You get up there. You can promote this whole thing. Give your minute and a half speech. Of course, I would want best actor. I just standing think, ovation. Look, I, I would want best actor, but I, I'm telling you, I think their skill set works better. How Lakeith Stanfield is like, yes, they can be leads, but I just think as number twos, like think about Aaron Taylor Johnson in Tenet. He was perfect. Like that was perfect mm-hmm. playing off of John David. Like I just feel like he's better as a number two. How Gary Oldman? Gary Oldman but could is the that best. be because you've only seen them as number twos? No, the same way you've only seen really Lakeith. As a compliment nah, to Daniel I've seen, I've seen, like I've seen, I've seen Aaron Taylor Johnson as leads. He's been leads and things. He's had his time Did as a like lead it? man. I, I, I think he just works better as, as a two. I like Gary okay. Oldman. We saw Gary Oldman lead a bunch of movies. I think Gary Oldman is at his best when he's number two. Like think about Gary Oldman in The Professional and Leon the Professional. Think about Gary Oldman mm-hmm. in The Dark Knight. Think about Gary Oldman in um. In true romance, think about all the okay. character act serious black. Think about all the okay. character actor Gary Oldman. And I think that's Lakeith Stanfield, Brian Tyree Henry, and Aaron Taylor Johnson. I do. Like ATJ okay. is, is a great actor. So is Brian Tyree Henry, BTH, but I just think they're better character number twos. That's a okay. hot take. So you know, okay. but that's okay. pretty much all we got. Tell the people where they can follow you at Lil Reg. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Reggie.rito. And uh, don't worry about Twitter. Y'all make sure y'all go follow Lil Reg. And um, yeah, for the YouTube people, you can follow me at LimbyWT because these go on YouTube. But that's all for the YouTube. Now back to the audio. I'm going to throw it back to you, Schubert, to finish up Bros Who Binge. All right. So movies I definitely need to check out. Yeah, you got to watch both that's of what them. what I've learned. And pray, pr- uh, bro, pray is fucking incredible. Let me tell you, watching Prey, I didn't realize how much Sheila has affected my life. Because before, if there's a dog in a movie and the dog's going to die, I don't give a fuck. The whole time, Schubert, I'm watching, I'm like, please don't kill this dog. Please don't kill this dog. The dog gets injured. Sheila's watching the movie. She sees a dog on screen. She's enjoying it, laying on curse. The dog hurts his tail, goes, starts crying. Sheila turns her head, goes to sleep. She's like, I'm not watching this anymore. I was like, no, not my girl. Oh, no. But the dog was safe. I'll let y'all know, spoilers, the dog does not die, which is a great thing. Don't don't watch I Am Legend. (laughs) I know, can't watch that around my dog. But you should definitely watch Prey. You you would love Prey. That's your type. It's classic Predator. It it feels so much like the first one. Really good. Yeah, I mean, when I first saw what this was going to be about, I I thought this was going to work. Perfect. It's so much like the Keegan-Michael Key. Oh, for sure. The Keegan-Michael Key Predator has nothing on this. Nothing. This is the best Predator since number one. Real shit. Right. And in some ways, probably could be better. Because it's it, today's era. Yo, like the fucking Native American combat that they were doing. Bro, the Kamachi combat. Great. Fucking great. I'm so happy for all the Native American actors getting their shine now. I know we talked about that they were going to release it in the native language. They did. They maybe. did. The Kamachi. Oh, yeah, it's out. It's on Hulu. Yep, you can watch That's it. Probably in I'm watch. You should. It'll probably be with probably the subtitles. 
Let me. Well, we'll talk about that yeah. next week if you watch it and uh, you can tell me the difference because I bet that's great. All right. Um. So we talking are, reservation dogs. We talking about. Yeah. First. Sure. Wow. I thought these first two episodes might have been better than all of season one. <laughs> like those first two episodes were great. Getting this, I, I just felt back obviously in it. And you I was, need I was season one. It. Obviously, we need season one to, to understand get the impact of some of these episodes. Um, but I agree. I mean, I think uh, they came out with a bang exploring the two girls and their journey and the struggles that it came up came with and he having that woman character. <laughs> yeah, come in there. I thought it was all really interesting. I like their story line the best. Um, yeah, I also like so. the old man. <laughs> you have battling over who's the better, the better healer, better magic man. Thought that was awesome. Love seeing yeah, the like fucking Native the American. Like, yeah, come in and like talk to him and sing it. Wasn't he singing the famous Native American band's music as like his advice? Free falling. No, he was he was just singing free falling. I don't know if that. I think that's a Native that's American. A, I thought that was Tom Petty. Oh, that might be. I don't know. Yeah, that might be. I'm not um, sure. <laughs> so that was really funny. Yeah, it is Tom Petty. Oh my gosh. And uh, I, I do like uh, the main character story with uh, him trying to be a man, and they found out he stole everything. They figured it out. The catfish place. Oh, people. they knew that. Yeah, well, yeah, because they had him on camera, and he was like, he was like, bro. Y'all, y'all get to work. Be good people. Build stuff. Don't destroy stuff. Thought that was a good message. Their um, their forts getting destroyed. Yeah, yeah. All um, their shit got. They're growing. They got to grow up. That's what they're dealing with right now. Um, Alora had to had that dream where she's kind of now struggling with like having her feelings for Daniel, and then now for the other guy, the main guy. I can't remember. Yeah. His name. And, and and she's no longer there, and she ditched him. Right. Then she's. I think they're gonna be back pretty soon. Yeah. May. Well. Who knows? Man, they took that truck. By the long. end of the season. Yeah. By the end of the season, for sure. For sure. For sure. So we're gonna be watching this week to week. I'm glad we got two episodes though. Right. But I think yeah. that's pretty much I everything that happened. Probably. Uh, the next one's tomorrow. Yeah. So, so we'll talk as, about it next week. As this gets released, there'll be more. But we only saw the first two. Yep. So um, Bachelorette, I need to I haven't watched the latest episode, but that last episode, that dude deserved his ass whoop. Who was like, I'm switching back and forth. That dude was a clown. What a clown. Well, that's, what, that's all this episode's about, really. Oh, about switching. Yeah, because he officially switches. And the and only thing about it is that Gabby allows it. Yeah. Gabby let him. Oh. So like all of all of Gabby's men are like so now we that can makes all us question our relationships. Yeah. Yeah, damn. Why does she think she needs to bring this guy in? And what that dude said, because, okay, so I missed, I was not missed, I'm watching it, and Sheila starts barking. What did that guy say about her? Did he call her a bitch? Who? <laughs> in, in, in the episode that they kicked out, the Rachel guy, what did he say? Who, Hayden? Yeah, what did he say? Hayden said that, you know, uh, Calling Gabby rough around the edges is fine because that's how Gabby's described herself. Uh-huh. Um, but it just was the way that he went about it that was wrong. And uh, well, he he said that to her. He was like, yeah, pretty much your values don't align with me. I can't be with someone who's rough around the edges. 
Uh-huh. Which is just because like she considers herself as someone who's rough around. Doesn't edges, mean you doesn't can say mean, that. Like, it's really nice to hear when someone says that. <laughs> and Rachel you, kicked him out because of be that. With you because, uh, no, Rachel kicked him out because of that. Um, I think you, you they did. He did call the. I think he called her a bitch. Yeah. And then he like also that. said that Rachel and Gabby's boobs don't compare to his exes. Oh my god! Wait, he said that. Yeah. What a fucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he's a bad guy. <laughs> oh, Rachel, do you know why I'm talking to you about the dog? Question mark. Bachelor Nation. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he, he told he told her that like his I dog saw his was dog dying was dying. Yeah, I saw that. And everyone's like, well, then why are you there? <laughs> That's what Kirsten said when and, she heard it. Kirsten was like. Took- you you just met this bitch and your dog who has been your best friend for life is dying. Do you not want to be by its deathbed? And you bed? took his toy? Yeah. I could if Sheila was dying, I would have to be on her deathbed. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> fucked. Somebody said, "I'm sorry. Does Hayden think talking shit to the Bachelorette while in camera is going to help him with win Bachelorette?" And then they had this Roman Reigns face. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so yeah, I'll be caught up on Bachelorette next week. I just didn't get a chance to watch the most recent episode, but the Hayden episode, that shit was funny. Yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> so you can catch up on that. Uh, Love Island UK is pretty much at the end now, so I know who won. Okay, real. Did it end up well? I'm still watching it, so I don't know exactly. Oh, okay, okay, like, okay. The last group of people who are going to come like the, the last group of new people just came in ah okay so this is the it's, final it's wrapping up yeah it's the final go ahead gotcha um but th- that wraps up everything for this episode of the bros who binge podcast um i hope everyone gets a chance to go check out some of the movies that Lyndon and little reg talked about definitely uh, worth we it. mentioned heat on this podcast you should definitely go back and listen to our heat run it back as well as our run it backs for whiplash and imitation game and this week yeah and then this week look out be on the lookout for la confidential um, la confidential which i've already watched in preparation and i'm watching it it tonight i told you bro that's our that's our fucking jam i'm watching that movie as soon as we finish well as soon as i finish editing this podcast i'm watching that movie but bro fucking keep it hush hush like come on danny Danny DeVito is, is fucking great. Yeah, man. So we got that. Make sure you check out the Bros Who Think podcast later this week. Um, we should guess will be Blizzy Boy on the show. Also, uh, Anime Talk. If you haven't checked out the most recent episode, check that out. Uh, Manga Melee should be back this week, as well as a One Piece uh, chapter review and probably some other YouTube content thrown in there. And you can follow me at LinBWT. Oh, follow me on TikTok, Lyndon James Burton. We're back TikTok and three videos a day. We're not stopping until we get to 10,000. So join us on the road to 10K. Cool. Uh, yeah, definitely check out everything going on with the network and look out for our running back. I uh, hope everyone out there has a great week. Catch us next week. And as always, keep binging.